0: everybody loves mcdonald's fries so yes you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home um but the bag did feel a little light Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
1: what up what up we back it's realest podcast ever episode 39 it's your boy c diddy i'm matt kane
0: we ripped off 39 pretty good
1: yeah because uh can, can measure it with the year Are we still on pace Like a, a week of episode Or are we behind now
0: I gotta be behind You figure we're 39 It's October Third week of October Fourth week of October we so got eight Eight more weeks Eight
1: nine weeks left in the year Yeah we're a
0: little behind So when we hit our one year We'll probably be at like Forty Six Forty seven No no Cause January, January 18th Yeah About 49 yeah we'll be a little, 49 We'll be a little short of a, a, a Episode a week I wanna do like a jump where we have all of the guests from the past year. Oh no, shit. Like just everybody <laughs> like Nah we should say that for the live show. Sort of like a Royal Rumble. Yeah, that that would be fly for a live show. Somebody like saw on AO. A.O. I know that Love. for sure.
1: <laughs> like we can we can do it in segments because trying to get all these personalities to talk at one time is gonna be a disaster. Nah, yeah. Spank show up with turtleneck <laughs> on, it's gonna be bad. Mock neck no flip. <laughs> <laughs> Mock neck, no flip. How was your week? Um, my week was good, man. I'm in the process of, uh, getting all this little stuff in line for this, uh, to do my pre-approval to get this, uh, Triplex. Yes, what's up? Um, in, uh, in Overbrook, Decent neighborhood. Um, I think the guy who's, uh, who's trying to unload this thing is having some legal troubles, so, uh, his, may his misfortune be my, uh, windfall, so, uh. It's basically, like, it's beautiful joint. Uh, first floor is completely redone. The second and third floor need, like, a little bit of work. It's, like, an older update, but it's decent. Like, it's moving ready. I already got one tenant in the building, so I'm trying to, like, get this pre-approval done, like, this week and quick close this joint in, like, less than 30 days and start making some money off mm-hmm. this property. I can do it.
0: I want to do something good, man. I want to do start doing stuff like that. I saw a... Uh, uh, the SRT um, <laughs> Durango the other day.
1: Yo, I saw one outside Family Dodge uh, the other day, and then I came back two days later, and it was gone.
0: Fuego. what color was it? Black. Yeah, that's what. That's the I've, the two I've seen have been black. Yeah, they got a white one running around. Uh, when I was looking online, like all the different all yeah. the different colors, I saw a real nice white one, and uh, some dude I I, I follow his uh, YouTube. He's got a uh, like a custom blue and black John. I'm like, how you already got a custom one? <laughs> right. and shit came People out. People don't too. have the regular one. <laughs> <Like, like, laughs> what the hell? But uh, it's it, from from all the videos I watched, the specs on it, like that just is like phenomenal. All yeah. wheel job. The ch- the chassis is running It's running on, run on the same uh, chassis and engine and training as the uh, Cherokee. Yeah, it's got the third Roto. You know what I'm saying? And they said it's a uh, 4.4 seconds and 60. Shit. And Man, that's a big ass vehicle. And it uh. It's the first first performance SUV that can do a four-wheel drift. Oh, so it's like, you know, as, <laughs> as, if, as if you need to four-wheel drift a fucking Durango. But the shit can do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I was talking to my man last night. He said
1: he's he's about to get the uh, the 2018 Cherokee, the Trackhawk, okay. the one that's got 707. He's like, yeah, I was supposed to go last week, and I did this. I was supposed to go this week, and did this. He's like, my, so I think
0: I'm going to go tomorrow. My only knock with them Jones that they put 700 and shit in is like, you're not gonna enjoy it here. Yeah, no, hell no. You need to be in like North Carolina, South Carolina. Shout out! Where shout like- out to friend of the show, Jules. My yeah. man, he supports merchandise. That's My nigga, for, forever. He got two SRTs, and he was telling like he bring them up here. He's yeah. like. Pothole, yeah, yeah, it's miserable. It's like chasm in the ground. You figure he in Orangeburg, so it's like South yeah. Carolina. He can rip all. I be looking at his videos. He just casually doing one thirty, going <laughs> to, <sport laughs> to get something to drink. Like because it's so much, open, it's so much open road down yeah. there. The shit is just way different than up here. So it's like having a, a fly SRT, whatever. I, I fuck with it, but like once you start talking about like Hellcats and the uh, what's the the they making that's got nine hundred in it, uh, the Demon. Oh, the Demon. Yeah, It took the back seat out. Yeah, it's like. Now you're in a race car <laughs> on 76. <laughs> going
1: 34 miles an hour. If you The lucky. posted speed limit is 55. You're going 34 the whole way. You're going 34
0: at 1 in the morning.
1: Yeah, because somebody's grandmom oh. uh, popped the tire in her Hyundai Elantra, and now everybody's stopping let, to see let, what's going on. Let's do this on.
0: for a second, because how awful is Philadelphia? If somebody is broke down in the shoulder Jesus. the whole <laughs> 76. Like, or pulled over. Pulled over. The, he already got his man. It's cool, from six seventy six to King of Prussia. <laughs> that shit is a nightmare. Oh shit! Who cousin is that? True story. Uh, one time it was hilarious. I was driving on seventy six, and I you know how you get a Charlie horse. Yeah, and it, I mean the shit just came to me. <laughs> like I'm, that shit came like apple for they ten dollars. Like it just it just came out of nowhere. And I'm like, it's no way on earth I'm going to be able to drive home and walk this joint out. I got to get the fuck out of this car. Pull over. And I start walking on the, the shoulder. Because I, I got a trailer hose. I got to get this shit out. So I'm just walking on the shoulder. So Sticks is driving past me. <laughs> <laughs> I never get this shit. The nigga Sticks pulls over. Jumps out of his truck and comes running down to me on the, the shoulder. He like, yo, you cool? You you straight where you will? You all right? I'm like, yeah, I got a Charlie horse. He like, man, if you don't get the fuck up, this- <laughs> <laughs> I was getting. Mind you, my truck was at 30th Street. I'm damn near at, like Grace Ferry. <laughs> I'm just walking. I gotta get this shit the fuck out. <laughs> all right, that shit was hilarious. I <laughs> was walking on 76, to, get to Charlie horse. That's fucking hell. Yeah, but seventy six is a nightmare all the fucking time. Y'all was both stuck in gazillion miles yo, of traffic, man. hitting up this motherfucker. Um
1: Pray for all the people that was involved in the accident, yeah, the accident on, on Ridge, Ridge Pike. It was awful. Crazy. I-, I was I was
0: Matt was dead in the center of it. I was dead right there. I was sending Chad little I'm like, yo, this shit is bad i was right there so you definitely pray for all yeah, them. pray for
1: everybody um you know if anybody lost their life rest in peace it was definitely a crazy 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 accident and then the byproduct of it is that they literally pushed all the traffic for those of you who know about like uh plymouth meeting slash uh Roxborough area and and all that area where that shit all meets at it's like all right ridge pike is a highway like yeah. where ridge avenue Henry meet and then the turn ridge pipe? that shit is a highway or whatever so initially you got like four lanes like five or six lanes across and then it slowly gets down to like four or whatever the case may be so they have this shit shut down before you get to the friendlies or whatever and they're pushing all the traffic down bells mills. down bells mills the funny which part, is one lane. the
0: funny part about this is i literally text this nigga at 3 o'clock. Yo, like, I, I literally yo, had no idea where you were. I'm like, <laughs> yo, it is a nightmare out here. I'm telling him, I'm like, they shut down Ridge Pike. This joint is awful. We're supposed to be at the studio. I get here. Nobody's here. I text everybody. <laughs> you know where niggas is at? In the traffic. <laughs> I'm like, how would I text you? I get to the shit, and I'm like, it's 5.50,
1: and I get to the shit, and I'm like, I have two choices here. I can turn around and go all the way back. to uh, Route 1 and go up the boulevard, and that's going to take 50 minutes, or I can go through this shit, hopefully it works out in my favor, and maybe I'll get to the studio in 30 minutes. So that's what I did, and I ended up getting here in, like, 35 minutes or whatever. I saw
0: them funneling everything down Bells Mills. I'm like, oh, ain't no way in hell I'm coming back up this. That's going to be terrible.
1: Because the people that was, like, trying to go to, like, Plymouth, more in the Plymouth meeting and to uh, Lafayette Hill and shit, they just was like, they didn't know what the fuck to do. So they just was like... We're just gonna go down Bell's Mill, so we get to Germantown Avenue. Like they didn't have a plan B, like, and that shit was locked up, and then just got caught in the traffic coming from the damn Eagles game. He said he left at four (laughs) o'clock. He just got here. Four oh six. He just got here at six forty-five.
0: It's no bullshit. Ten ambulances, a gazillion fire trucks, and Mm -hmm. I pull. And the, the lady was like, "You're not gonna be able to get through this." I'm like, Neither are you. No. <laughs> You'd be surprised the the, the the mental space that these people be on. True story. I'm not making this up. I'm on a 48. It's like two years ago. Coming up Arch Street. You know uh, where Big Bangs is at. Yeah. 15th and Arch. There is a crane in the middle of the fuck. I'm, no bullshit. I'm talking about like. And the sad thing is there's always a crane right there. Yo, somewhere. I'm talking about like like Bane taking over the city crane. Like the, You know them big ass cranes that they use. The yeah. Them shits get like. Like uh. Pivoted, like they plan them, cause yeah. they, that shit's not moving. For the sh, the crane is covering the whole fucking street. So I say, all right, I'm going around Love Park. Simple, going up to JFK. Block over, going up JFK, down 16th, back to Arch. One block difference. I bang the left. The lady is standing next to me at the fare box She like, oh, what you detouring for? I'm like, I gotta drop this money off my baby mom real quick. She waiting on 15 JFK. <laughs> She's like, "What? You can just make personal stops like that?" I'm like, dog, you don't <laughs> see that big ass crane out this fucking windshield? <laughs>
1: like, you stand next to me, lady." Her vision stopped working when she got on the bus. Yo, that
0: should be. Crazy. All I know is my stop. That should be nuts, man. <sighs> but yeah, the traffic here. like one accident, yo. It just, and especially with some bad shit like that. When you talk about shutting down yeah. shit, man, that shit. And be then dreadful.
1: on Bell's Mills Road, you getting into oh, it. Oh, I I'm, can only imagine. Yo, what I'm like, like, yo, I'm like, why?
0: Everybody loves McDonald's fries, so yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light.
1: Why is this shit moving so slow? Like, there's like a light at the end of this, but it's like you got a mile and a half of just like just driving or whatever. One car broke down, was parked in the middle. Another part was broke down, was off to the side a little bit, and it's just like. Holy shit. And then you get to the end of it when you get to Stinton. Once you make the turn out of Bells Mills, go over to Stinton, And then another car is broken
0: down right there at Stinton and Bells Mills Yo, at the light. I, I saw an exceptional amount of broken down cars and accidents today. And I, I'm going to just say this. Maybe y'all just don't understand it. <laughs> Rain is inclement weather. Right. When the weather is inclement weather. You don't, if you don't need to be out there, stay your ass in the house. You can go to H&M tomorrow.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You don't need to go there. You don't got to gas up the century and and put everybody, uh, add 48 minutes to everybody's commute.
0: The apps is half off every day. From four to six at, at, at Cheesecake Factory. You don't need to be there. No, I got a quarter tank of gas in my car. I'm not going to take an Uber. Like, why would I do that? It, it's, it? it's insane at how many accidents and broken down cars I saw today. And I'm just like, yo, it's pouring down rain. The Eagles is on. Why y'all even yeah. out here? Because no nobody got their car winterized yet. Because uh, it, it hasn't been winter other than like three
1: days in the past week yeah. or whatever. So now motherfuckers is like, oh shit, I got to really address this
0: serpentine belt uh then this when, shit is a real issue when, when i when i passed my inspection in january and they said my, <laughs> my tires is on the last tread i could have got it done i thought anyway. i had at least 24
1: more months with these jokes <laughs> at least oh so you meant on the last leg meant like i gotta get them fixed now yeah. like i got 30 days or less
0: <laughs> my homie went to get his car inspected, <laughs> passed the inspection the bull told him, yeah your tires is on the last joint you gonna need you know what i'm saying Nigga went to go, goes to reinspect his car the next year. Was they still got like, the same tires. He like, hey, man, it bought some nut ass shit about the tires. I'm like, what's wrong? He like, talking about the tread like worn down and shit. So I got to get me talking about new tires, two twenty five each, motherfucker. That's thousand dollars. I'm like, well, how old are the tires? He like, I mean, they was on the car. I'm like, then the tires from last year? <laughs> <laughs> they, they told you the tires was finished last year. The fuck you mean? Oh, you
1: remember that conversation?
0: I mean, you on some nut <laughs> shit?
1: <laughs> oh, so whose side is you on?
0: yo <laughs> Get your car winterized. How about so it? So, you ASC certified all of a sudden, man. you would tell me what I need. You right? Shit crazy. I definitely saw a lot of accidents and a lot of broken down cars today. Yeah, man. Just be careful, man. Yeah, be careful, man. Oh, like, yo, if if you drive in a car, like I drive way different when I'm in a car by myself. I be texting doing shit. I I, I, I gotta eat that if I <laughs> if fuck up. It's on me. But once, like, my lady, my dad, my grandpa, my, 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 don't let it be like a baby, you know, my sister, yeah. my niece, son. you got to drive so cautious. I see, dog, the chick the other day cut in front of the bus. She driving a Lesabe, thumbtacks, holding the roof up like freeway. I'm talking about ripping in the LeSabre, young boys in the back seat, no car seat. Sliding around. Sliding. <laughs> <laughs> like he in the, ju- the jumper, the uh, the playground joint the Chick-fil-A. <laughs> like he just jumping around and you ripping through traffic it's like yo one false move you switch cheese up don't do that yeah and that you know that situation i saw today man pray for them kids pray for all them people man like it was it was a bad accident so it is what it is man yeah definitely just some uh some 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 quick
1: things real quick before we really get into the meat of the show um i watched something really good this week on uh youtube I've been seeing this shit for weeks and I finally like sat down and like watched a couple episodes. The Complex Blueprint series. Have you seen any I, of these? I
0: haven't watched them, but I saw it.
1: They did uh one on uh Bobby Hundreds, who mm-hmm. has the clothing brand the Hundreds. They did one on Ronnie Feig, who has Kith and obviously Ronnie Feig brand and all of that. A partnership with uh ASICs uh ASICs, Reebok, and now Nike. He just did Nike Sportswear or whatever. Um, who else? Uh the guy I think his name is Josh McPherson theater who owns stadium goods. Okay, um, they talked about that, and it's basically like what it is is it's a it's a focus series that Complex does interview and Pusha T. They did one with him too. It's a focus series on entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs and artists, and talking about their you know their beginning, their struggles. Um, like, the apex of their career and then what they're going to be doing for. So it's, like, broken down into, like, four different parts. And what's dope and inspiring about it to me, and I shared it with my man, Big Dan, he shared it with somebody. So it's, like, definitely something that when you see it, you want to have somebody instantly in your mind that you be like, yo, somebody that that can benefit from this shit. Camaro Rob, watch this shit. I know you'll get, like, a ton of ideas from this shit. But what's so dope and inspiring about it is that it's, like, all these different entrepreneurs and – Hearing their stories, no, none of their stories match up. Like literally, like everybody had a different path to their ultimate success. Some of them are, you know, are still growing. They haven't even like apex yet. For real, for real. Did they do a joint
0: on Supreme? They didn't. Cause I saw something the other day about the they Supreme do a bunch brand. of shit on Supreme. Period. Because on it was Complex. like supposed to be like a street brand, but now it's become like it's like it's like it's Ralph ultra Red. luxury. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what's do- it's, it's, it just shows
1: you that's like you know when you're an entrepreneur, it's, like Nobody's path is the same and then the other part that's dope is like all every single one of these people had to overcome a notable struggle in order to get where they at or re pivot what their original strategy was
0: and do something different that got them to their success point Charlemagne uh, in his book made a real good point to that it was like our culture has this thing It's like especially the millennials where if it's not an instant gratification and an instant check I'm not gonna do it it's like you're not supposed to do it for that you're supposed to do it for the culture that you want to be a part of and it's like yeah like that's uh, I I heard it was pretty good though I haven't watched it it's excellent like it's excellent that's what's up.
1: Um, so that's like the dopest like shit that I watched in like a long, long time. And then the second point is this: like ESPN is like in the fucking toilet. Like yeah. um, they've been firing people all year long. Um, it's basically the the chickens have come home to roost on the NBA deal. They overpaid for the shit just to get the exclusive NBA rights, and had to fire all these people. And now the content sucks. We literally are sitting in the studio now and just looked at the website, and it says. Who had a headline that says, who had the best sneakers in the NBA week two? It's like, yo, y'all are fucking uh, sneakers and stuff now? Y'all are fucking you sneaker bloke? You
0: don't even see, you ain't see the, uh, <laughs> the tweet I had? That shit had like 900 no. I I, I, I screenshot it. I turned on ESPN. The headline said... Should LeBron be more open to Tristan's relationship with the Kardashians? And then my next picture was a nigga hitting the off button on the remote. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck am I watching this for? Like, yo, ESPN this is tripping. A, it's a sports site. It's a gossip blog. It's a fucking uh, relationship site. Yo. Like, it's everything. Sneakers. Like, like, this shit is so past sports. And that's where it's like, uh, Shannon Sharp was saying, it's like, people oh why do y'all mix sports with this? He was like, well, y'all mix it. Yeah. It's like, y'all make this shit a part yeah. of, like, every day. Like He's like, back in the day, they didn't do any of this flag flying and planes flying over the stadium. They didn't. They only did that for the Super Bowl. Yep. He's like, they didn't do this for every single game. Every single game, he was every like, single week. Back in the day, they didn't show you what everybody was wearing coming into the game, what right. they was wearing leaving the game. He's like, but you got now the biggest thing for the Thunder is oh, what's Russell Westbrook wearing? Right. What's the Wayne Wade wearing? What you know, and and it's it's kind of crazy. But yeah, I think like... we've reached a point of diminishing
1: returns on the twenty-four hour news cycle. Like a couple of years ago, it probably peaked where it was like all it, when it was new and it was all this content, and it was like, damn, at five in the morning, I can find out that. Tiger Woods was having sex with white women over the yeah. weekend, but now it's, like, too
0: much information and, and sensory I, overload, Den- and now it's, like, y'all just trying to fill the, psych, the news yeah. cycle with anything. Denzel Washington was saying, like, we got 24-hour news. Do we need 24-hour news? Fuck, man. And it's, like, yo, I realized that, like, just today. Like, I had a break, 45-minute break. Yeah. I was reading. Right. I didn't pick up my phone. And I got to my break and went back to work, yeah. and it was just like, yo, I really didn't need nothing right yeah. there. I, you know what I'm saying? It's like we've literally got to work where we feed. Motherfuckers wake up, middle of the night, they on. Let me see yep. what happened. Let me see what's going on on time. Like, you don't need that shit. It, it's like, yeah, you know what I realized last night? We have 24-hour
1: news in, uh, in 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 uh, in the the world as a whole, and I can't eat, I can hardly get twenty four hour food in a major metropolitan city. There's like six places in the whole city of Philadelphia where you can get food twenty four hours on a fucking Saturday night. Good
0: food. Now you're down to two
1: places. Yeah, they, it's, it's like it's like twenty four hour food in Philly. You Google search ninety nine Wawas. Yeah, there's like Midtown Three Diner. It's, it's either Wawa <laughs> South Street Diner. <laughs> Or wow. That's really what it is. <laughs> and then, like, last night, right, I called two different diners trying to order. I, like, I don't want to sit in the fucking diner and wait for my food. Yeah. So I called two different diners like, hey, I'm going to place order for takeout. They're like, yeah, we stopped doing takeout orders at 11 o'clock. So I said, so if I walk in there right now, I can't do a takeout order. No, you can, but you can't do it over the phone. So what fucking study have y'all done? Look out the window, bro. I mean, <laughs> what where? fucking study have y'all done that shows that the likelihood of people picking up their food is less between the hours of fucking 1101 p.m. and 459
0: a.m.? I remember the, the one place on uh, Woodland Ave Pizza Place. I can't remember the Woodland name Woodland Village? Of nah. Uh, I think it was. I can't remember the name of it. But they, their business phone was a cell phone. And I remember I called and the uh, chick answer was like, Yeah, we don't take phone orders after 10 o'clock. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba At participating McDonald's. I'm like, What? She's like, We don't take orders over the phone after 10 o'clock. I text that bitch what I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> She's just back like, Dog, don't <laughs> There you go Some people just like that man I don't get it
1: that shit is a nightmare man And it's just like Yo it just goes back to like Customer service And it's like yo Those two places Guess which one I went to Neither I went to fucking Midtown And sat down And fucking ate my fucking food Because it's like yo If I gotta go through all this crap I'm at least go downtown Where I'm not gonna
0: get my Fucking brains blown out We had a discussion the other day Before we get into these topics Who do you think Culturally Is a bigger icon Michael Jordan or Allen Iverson?
1: In a vacuum, in a short period of time, Allen Iverson was the most influential person in the universe.
0: I I was going to say I think he's the most influential athlete ever. The problem, he might be. The problem is it wasn't sustainable. Jordan's, but this is the thing. People attach Jordan to an image that's not even Jordan. Oh, yeah, true. The one thing... All
1: right, so it's like... The longer shorts, it's like, do you give it to Jordan or do you give it to the Fab Five? <sighs> Fab Five. All right, so, so, so beat it, Jordan. So that's that. Um, Black Sox, Fab Five. So then it's like, you know, once you kind of strip it back, you start saying, like, all right, well, these... the The Jordan influence might have popularized certain
0: things, but he wasn't the... Curator, the direct curator of the. I'm going to say this, Jordan wasn't, he wasn't a curator of certain things. Jordan, like, real talk, you kind of got to look at Spike Lee. Like, Spike Lee made having Jordans on outside of basketball, like, the thing. Jordan's sneaks just literally became smoking, and everybody wanted them and wanted to wear them. But Jordan was never wearing his sneaks outside of basketball. But we also don't—we didn't have 24-hour news then, so we don't necessarily—we don't
1: have as much access to Jordan as we did, like, Kobe or chad I'm talking or about, like, Jordan showing
0: do. up the way Buster Rhymes—like, Buster Rhymes in a hoo <laughs> video with the fucking <laughs> hat Leathers on. It's like—it wasn't like that. I mean, no we know about Jordan now, he was— fucking
1: smoking cigars gambling and cheating on his wife a lot so it's like he was ducking whatever little
0: cameras was around oh did i tell you about the <laughs> joint i read about jordan the other day this nigga is a monster jordan used to go on cell phone dates you ever did you read this shit i've never heard this before. he used to take chicks to the restaurant he go on one side, she go on the other side, and they eat and talk on the phone. So what? Nobody seeing with the bitch. I'm like, yo, Jordan, crazy. <laughs> I was reading this shit. What yeah, type like- of diabolical, doctor <laughs> evil, speed
1: like, dating shit is this? You off the hook, dog. Go sit over. I'm gonna call you. Yeah, no, go on the back of the back. <laughs> I'm going to the owner's booth. We <laughs> talk
0: dirty to you while you eat your lamb chops. But I, I say AI is the most <clears> influential <throat> on the strength that. Iverson, Creed, like everybody in the NBA looks like Allen Iverson right now. Yeah, absolutely. Every, the remnants of it are just all over the, the place. The tattoos. The sleeves. The, uh, the tattoos, the sleeves. Shit, the, the, the braids. Like, yo, hey, they straight implemented a fucking uniform code. Yeah. Because that nigga was showing up with fatigues and ice. And they like, all right, we... we you, you enough is control. enough. Enough is enough. How much ice do you have? The 4XLT side T is 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 enough. That nigga showed up <laughs> for his first ever interview he did with Chris Rock. He had on a t-shirt with Biggie and Pac, a fatigue fitted and ice. <laughs> it's like a AI. Like
1: AI. AI was the first person I ever seen with like... Niggas talking about like bust down shit. Like, <clears throat> he had like chunks like huge whole stones like set mm. into his fucking rolex it was the most
0: obscene shit i like, ever seen like, in my life it, Like him and puffy if you look at back at the nba before him it's like niggas was showing up in like like chinese collar suits and fucking big ass turtlenecks old school kooji sweaters <laughs> and then he showed up and it was like Every, like, Nick yo, Shaq and them was showing up to the games with wife beaters and chains on. Yeah. That shit just became a thing. Everybody had braids and their suits was gone. Niggas was showing up in cargoes and trees. <laughs> Everybody had a posse. <laughs> that shit changed sports. They straight, I've never seen that like that where they just was like, all right, if you come in here dressed like Iverson, you're getting fine. Yeah. That's how that shit got. And you look at the way it is now. Like, LeBron covered in tats. Everybody's yeah. tatted. It, like, AI, to me, is the most influential athlete ever. He literally, I, he just revolutionized what the NBA yeah. looked like. So, it was a discussion we was having the other day of this no, show. No, it's a, a dope discussion because it's, like, culturally, it's, like,
1: just certain shit just all, all, all automatically, like, takes me back to AI. Like, when I hear certain uh, Jadakiss uh, verses and shit like that, I think of AI because of the commercial that they had oh. together. So, it's, like, culturally, like, he's embedded. Like, in, even that was, like, some super, like,
0: AI oh, shit sh- to yeah, do like, yeah, like
1: you put Jadakus in the commercial like not like
0: whoever the Justin Bieber at the time yeah. was
1: fucking Jadakus like.
0: like AI was showing up I remember he showed up to the game with an AI jersey on <laughs> <laughs> I was like that's the shit I've ever seen it's the most AI shit ever to do <laughs> he had an AI jersey on with a bunch of ice and it was it wasn't like like a that's his game jersey it's right. like a oh he grabbed the Iverson throwback <laughs> that's how this shit came off like AI was he was crazy influentially. So I don't know. That was a, just a good argument. Let's start with some of the, the, the rundown of the show real quick. Um
1: I basically like extended the telethon to a couple people like that we okay. personally know that's on our personal network. Um, three people were smart enough to take advantage of it, so shout out to them. Uh, check out uh, Hip Hop Culture Podcast, Tissue in the Tape, with Heat Holders, Philmatic365, that's P-H-I-L-L-M-A-T-I-C, 365, and Davis Backwards on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and WRSPn.com. Um tissue and the tape is basically on all social media they talk about music, sports, politics, entertainment and more from a hip hop generation. Um and their hashtag is respect the heat holders with a Z and they want to get us on the show. At yeah, some he point. hit
0: me about that. I want to do that. I, he said Wayne's uh not responsible for Drake and Nicki. I'm like I can't wait to get on. Yeah, up no, there. we had me
1: have had an in-depth you discussion know. about that. I'm like no, absolutely not. We, we, like no. No uh no little Wayne uh credit
0: removal. Yeah, no.
1: We're not doing that. So uh, so that's the first one. And I'll just, you know, kind of shoot the other ones, uh, you know, as we kind of go through these topics or whatever. Um, so the first topic, and this is something that we was talking about on social media this week. Yeah,
0: I, I, I got on social media and I saw the, the <laughs> onslaught. And yeah. I'm like, where, where did it even start? Uh, like, what was it for? Russell
1: Wilson made that video, Dedication to Sierra. All right, cool.
0: The one where he was, like, talking about your know, yeah. best thing in my life? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah.
1: But in the video, he just has, like, a Napoleon Dynamite-ish, like, way that he's, like, <laughs> delivering his message. And it seems like he has a white van and a rag covered in chloroform <laughs> on it. Because the way he discusses Sierra is like he never met her before. And he doesn't have a kid by her. It's very strange and awkward. So, that's where the whole onslaught <laughs> on social media came from was this video. And then, basically, people were – It was a line drawn in the Twitter saying the other day. And it was just a whole big-ass debate because now, like, all of a sudden to all these chicks that, you know, got three baby dads, like, Russell Wilson is, like, the quintessential man because he saved Sierra from a toxic <laughs> relationship. And I'm like, yo – if that's the case, then why do why do all your baby fathers have four felonies? I'm confused. So then yeah. it was like a whole thing against Chad and people that you know I personally know was cursing me out and shit like that, but that's neither here nor there. So the topic that we're discussing is is Russell Wilson the corniest nigga <laughs> on earth? Uh Nah. It can't be. There has to be somebody cornier somewhere. I'm corny. Jordan? The, the best quote in this whole mix was from you. I think Russell Wilson's corny, and I'm corny. Yeah. So that's how I you mean, know he's, he's corny. I
0: said that, I'm like, I'm, I'm corny. So I, I understand. Game recognized game. Game recognized <laughs> game. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I understand corny. He's like, yeah, I think he's corny. So I was like, when people are like, oh, he's not corny, I'm like, nah, no. Nah, he's, he, corny. he's extremely corny. There's no, no way around that. The question that was posed to me is,
1: how is he corny? And I'm like, I could pose the same question back.
0: How is it T Corny? The same reason why it's like you respect Kobe. You understand? You respect Kobe Bryant. You didn't want to put on Audi TT Adidas. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying?
1: He he just doesn't have the sauce, man. And, and, And in a vacuum, when you're looking at the sauce god future compared to her new man, it's like hard not to make the direct comparison that. One is dripping in sauce, and then the other one has no sauce whatsoever. Like, OJ just
0: got out of jail. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Again, the sauce master. This (laughs) nigga's riding around in a white bent bent (laughs) yaga. Hanging out with white supermodels, white women hanging from him. White women can't lead <laughs> A- the- Adorned
1: Adorning white it's women.
0: It's the juice. <laughs> Did you see the? She was like, "Yeah, we we doing our photo shoot, and OJ walked in. It's like, oh wow, that's really OJ, that's really OJ. OJ like, yeah, the <laughs> <laughs> juice is in. <there." laughs> Most charming motherfucker in history. He said, "Yeah, OJ left the photo shoot and hopped in. Guess what? A white SUV, but not a Ford Bronco. No, he's in something much nicer. A 260,000 <laughs> Bentley truck. <laughs> OJ oh, just said that, so chilly. Yeah, you know about it. It's like, yo, some people is just. So, sometimes either
1: you got it or you don't got it. Sometimes you can develop it. And the whole point that I made about how Russell Wilson is corny, I'm like, it's his demeanor. It's his delivery. The way he delivered that message was in a way that's like, I'm hiding in your bushes. <laughs> and soon as you walk up to put your key in the door, the chloroform rag is going <laughs> on your face. <laughs> That's out. how this shit struck me. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, yo, I got three brothers. So it's four of us total. I'm the oldest. My brother Steve is right behind me. My brother Tyrese. And then Zach is the youngest. Zach is uh, 19 now. Me and Zach got all the sauce. Chad, Steve,
0: Zach, and Tyrese. Yeah. Where did Tyrese get in there? Long story. Yeah, because i <laughs> <laughs> what? So, me and Zach, Zach is me all
1: over again. He got all the swag, all the sauce. He's 19, he's fucking, he a, uh, he a sophomore in college now. When he's a freshman, he's fucking the seniors. Like, he's just at Virginia, Con- Virginia, uh, Union, Virginia having, Union having his fucking way. My other two brothers, they don't have no sauce. They fucking great men. They uh they,
0: they treat their women with respect. They're responsible. They got. What y'all can not see is the fact that Chad points to me when he talks about great men. Like, all right, you don't have sauce. You're you're a great guy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's like that's having the sauce is not the end all be all.
1: But as women, don't pretend like y'all don't see certain men and be like, I got to have this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Because you recognize the sauce. And you looking at this motherfucker like, I got to have him. And I'm going to figure out a way to have this motherfucker at all costs. You know what I'm saying? So you're not doing that with your fucking accountant in most cases. Like, you're not lusting over
0: your I mean, accountant. It's not necessarily a occupational thing. But it can be. Because it's a lot of corny. I mean, you think I'm corny. <laughs> I'll bring you <laughs> up there, boy. I'll show you what corny really is. Like, it's just the way it is. Like, it's, it's corny and it's not corny everywhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? To a certain extent, I'm not corny to people. I don't think you're corny, person. But on the flip side, I'm corny because I don't do certain things. I don't go into certain situations. And that makes you kind of... Somebody recently just avoid niggers. Rick was like, yo, you coming to the John? And I'm like, oh. Like, what? (laughs) I'm corny. I'm going to the house. Why the fuck would I do that? Like, But it's just, that's kind of... People have literally gotten to the point where it's like, if somebody considers you corny, and I had another great tweet the other day. I'm like, love calls me corny twice a day. Am I lying? And they're great friends. We cool as shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that shit don't matter. But people have literally gotten to the point where it's like I can't be corny. I can't be regular. I can't be normal. Right. I can't Russell Wilson, he a regular dude. He just so he a regular dude that lucked up into having a a, a pop superstar. Yeah, but on the flip side,
1: what's to say that she's not corny too, and that's why it that's, works. That's what I'm like. Yeah, it just it sometimes is like that, or sometimes opposites attract. You know what I'm saying? I had her in the prior relationship as being like, you know, they had they had creative license. They had a creative relationship that bonded them mm-hmm. and made her say, "Damn, this guy is different than what I thought," despite the fact that he has 19 baby moms. When we're dealing one on one and we're creating and he's creating these incredible melodies and top lines blah, 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 that your talent will will have, have a way of endearing a woman to you and making her forget all the outside influences, mm-hmm. all the bad shit about you that exists outside of that creative space. But then once you in it and you realize like, damn, this nigga's kind of like a fucking low life. I need to switch some shit up about this motherfucker and then when it don't work, now he's painted as the bad guy when all he was doing was being the guy that he was all along. Faith and Biggie. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? So,
0: with that being stated, it's like... With Michelet and Suge Knight. Yeah. Shug, bitch, was, bitch ain't had no grocery. Suge showed up with some food. She like, damn, he really nice guy. Yeah. You don't know he got people pissing on people in <laughs> the street. You know,
1: like he just had somebody follow Jerry Heller home yesterday. <laughs> you just don't Believe it or not. Dude. So it's like, you know, that, and, and part of, it, it, you know, Chris Rock talks a lot about uh, uh, men and women's, our test in life and the things that we desire. A man's test in life is typically a woman. A woman's test in life is usually lifestyle and material. Mm-hmm. So sometimes when those two things intersect, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? People that don't have no business fucking with each other end up fucking mm. with each other.
0: So that's probably, you know, the situation between I, 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 I Sierra said the and future. future. I said that the other day. I'm like, if Russell Wilson couldn't throw a pigskin, yeah, like if, if Russell, it ain't happening. If Russell Wilson was like, i give him a, you know, if he was a store manager at Home Depot, which is a cool position. Fuck that. I'll take it a step further. If
1: he was a master electrician with his own company making 500000 a year, he ain't pulling Sierra.
0: Fuck no. He ain't pulling half the chicks to be talking. That's all talking all that
1: shit. I'm like, yo, y'all went. I was like, I was like, for all my college educated black women, y'all went to school with ninety six thousand Russell Wilsons. Believe it or not, just because he don't throw the foot like, like don't don't only include what he does for a living in the end result of how much money he makes. That same personality type, that same uh, yuck mm-hmm. all shucks type of shit, that same type of guy, smart, <laughs> driven, probably got his own business or nineteen properties or some shit somewhere. Y'all overlooked him. You know why? Because you was chasing the fucking... Uh, the, the scammer. The, the, the one that was swiping, and who pieces was hitting every fucking day. Yeah. So it's like, don't make me seem like I'm crazy because now you are 30 and you've grown up and you tired of fucking drug dealers
0: and scammers. So all, the chicks be like, you know, I, I only I mess with niggas to get money. I only do this. And I be like... Why doesn't maybe baby to spin the 250 <laughs> then when he gets on the bus? Like, I, it doesn't make any sense. He always has 180. It's like, it's like it, He's a consistent yeah. 180 haver. Like, it doesn't make any sense here. And it's like, that's exactly what we're yeah. talking about. It's like if Russell Wilson was just a regular guy, we wouldn't even be having this argument. No, it wouldn't even be in a headline. It wouldn't have be been It'd a It be nothing to talk about. And yeah. the thing is, I
1: fuck with Russell Wilson. <laughs> I don't necessarily fuck with it. I but. fuck. I, like, I, re- I respect his talent, his game, all that shit. Like He's an overachiever, you know what I'm saying? They, as far as his grading out in the in, in the NFL, coming into the NFL and all that shit, he's an overachiever. He's a Super Bowl champion. He would have been a two-time Super Bowl champion if Pete Carroll wasn't a complete fucking shithead yeah. in that fucking other Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? So I respect that man immensely. And at the end of the day... As whitewashed as he is, he's still a fucking black man in America. So I'm always going to ride with him. But it's like, I'm a cause, I'm also a truth seeker, and I'm going to call shit how I see it. And the man is swagless and sauceless, and he's very corny. But I respect him as a man and as a father and how he treats his woman and all that shit. All that is amazing. But he's still a cornball. Yeah. It is what
0: it is. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's pretty corny. Y'all can't see me. I'm shrugging. And I, I know corn. <laughs> so...
1: That's our resident corny specialist. Hey, listen, man,
0: you want to talk corny? Come <laughs> out at me. I could really take you into a whole nother realm of corny if I take. I ain't gonna diss nobody. I want to <laughs> spend a day in the yeah, depot. I'm <laughs> for a single day, boy. I'm telling you, you and me, some characters, man. Holy shit, man.
1: Oh goodness, that's holy shit. Um, staying with the NFL, uh, Texans owner Bob McNair completely out of pocket. Uh, In the last couple of weeks, we've come to find out there was apparently a a private meeting amongst the owners and the execs from the Players Association and stuff like that. And in that meeting, he was, when they were talking about like the nature of the protests and trying to come to some sort of middle ground between the players, what they want to do, and what the owners want them to do and how they want to represent the league, he stated, We don't need the inmates running the asylum. And this whole thing getting out of control. And now his private comments have gone public. And now it's like a whole firestorm. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins walked out of practice the other day when the fucking story broke. And they had to beg a bunch of other players not to leave practice also. And... Since then, he's issued like some half-assed fucking apology and some spin fucking story that some well-paid PR wrote or whatever the case may be. How do you personally feel about this situation, and how do you think that his his comments are relative to the other
0: thirty-one owners in the NFL? I, you want me to be like honest about brutally this? honest? It's never going to change. I, like I honestly, I don't understand what they said today. The Texans a bunch, almost the whole team kneeled before the game, you know, in unison against their owner for the remarks. I'm like, yeah, and then they got up and went on the field and made him a bunch of money and played the game. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Played their little hearts out against the Seahawks. (laughs) It's like they went out there and made him a boatload of fucking money. It's not going to change because it's not going to change. Right. To make it change We spoke about it the other day And like Rob was on a tip like Oh you know The player striked in 87 And it didn't work I'm like yeah But in 87 The game is different They didn't have players Controlling what they control now As far as Outside of yeah. the game You know what I mean yeah. You got J.J. Watt Who is like A universal figure now Oh, like Beckham Jr. Real shit J.J. Watt Like then he raised like 35 million dollars Or yeah, some, some crazy, crazy shit, shit yeah. He was trying to raise 100 grand He's a universal figure Odell Beckham is a universal figure. Yeah, a Anna global Rogers, ambassador of the game. Tom Brett, they are universal figures. Von Miller is on his way yeah. there. Uh, Dak and Zeke, like them or not, they on their yeah. way there. It's like you got so much power in these. Remember Charles Barkley was like, why am I a role model? I just dunk a basketball. And they like, you're a role model because you just lost 100 grand last night in the casino. Right. People want to do that <laughs> shit. Right. That's why you're a role model. You understand what I'm saying? AI is a role model. When AI go to the fucking roulette table and put 230 grand on the table, it's people that will die to do that shit. Yeah. That make you a role model to some people because money, currency has literally got, literally gotten to the point where it controls every fucking thing. Yep. It's all about the money. that don't worry if I write rhymes. I write, I write checks, checks. Niggas so, was like, that line was hot as shit. He well, didn't you know, know write it, the he, line. You know he do got a point, right? <laughs> got a fucking point. <laughs> but that's really where it is. Is like the money controls everything. So these dudes ain't going to stop because they they need the money. Yeah. And on the flip side, he don't give a fuck about no backlash. Hey, they ain't go out there and fucking throw that pig skin. Right. The bull, uh, Clippers ball. Oh, Donald Sterling. Like, it's all good and dandy to be like, yeah, the Clippers got him the fuck out of there, and he don't own no team no more. He, he left with $2.4 2 2. <laughs> to leave.
1: It's a nice severance package.
0: But you'll sell your family and for $2.4 And here's 2. the thing, right?
1: Looking, at, looking back at that situation, because Draymond made a good point, and he's like, these comments are very Donald Sterling- Aren't they like? it's like, he's like the whole. it's like, you know, last time I checked, like, and I and I kind of made the same point. It's like the 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 players and the owners are in a partnership. Yeah, believe it's like, hey, believe it or not, I don't work for you. You pay me based upon my level of talent and my le- and my position of service. Like people, like, it,
0: it's, I had to explain it the other day again. Come up to the depot, boy. I tell you, <laughs> I had to explain it because motherfuckers, like, I mean, yeah, but it's like they own the rights to them, and I'm like, they don't. They don't. I'm like, do you understand what? perfect example you need to get your bathroom remodeled what do you do you get a contract, get a contract right. you don't own him you ask him yo can you do this for this amount he say yes he say no if he says no y'all try to figure out a way to make it work yeah. if he says no he leaves you go on about your business do you realize what players sign when they fucking go to a team they sign contracts yeah because they're Contractors. That's what you're doing. You're contracted to play this sport for this amount of time, for this much money. For this amount of money. If you do this, you get extra money. If you exceed this, you
1: get more money. If you go to the Pro Bowl, you get XYZ. If you get all pro. It's the way it is. It's all on a contract basis. Exactly. So So, these guys are at the highest level of independent contractors. You know what I'm saying? Essentially what they are. So it's like the whole thought process of an owner feeling like, a team owner, rather, which is basically like intellectual property, and in, in it's in its highest yeah. form is really what it is. Because if you don't own your stadium, you really don't own shit. shit. You own intellectual property that happens to be a part of a multi-multi-billion-dollar you you organization. See, you see what's happen with, happening with the Raiders? Do what I want. Yeah, I get the fuck. I can get the fuck out of here. So it's like it's it's really intellectual property. It's a fucking logo. It's a worldwide patent and a trademark that. This is what we recognize to be our symbol. Mm -hmm. We sign our players to this piece of intellectual property in exchange for X, Y, Z. Usually either some combination of the city or some private firm owns the fucking actual stadium Mm -hmm. in the concessions. Unless you stupid rich like Arthur Blank where you just own fucking everything or whatever the case may be.
0: Jerry Jones type
1: shit. Yeah, so it's like the labor relations in the NFL just need to improve to where there's a better understanding that... Hey y'all! Y'all pay us based upon what we do. It's a partnership, as opposed, more so like akin to what's going on in the NBA, where they recognize like, hey, y'all got the right to protest. Y'all got the right to do what y'all want. Blah blah blah. We'd rather that you didn't, but hey, if you do, no harm, no fucking foul. Yeah. As opposed to, we don't need the inmates running the asylum telling us what the fuck to do. Uh, yeah, you do because there's only sixteen good quarterbacks in the NFL. There's only six or seven great quarterbacks in the NFL. That's if awesome. those six quarterbacks decide
0: we ain't coming to work for the next eight weeks, y'all are fucked. I'm just keeping a beam with you. If all, if the league is 70 something percent black. Yeah. If they all decide to chill, the the week going to look crazy. Yeah. Nobody's trying to see 53 Mitchell Trubitsky's take <laughs> on 53 uh, give me a white guy. Uh, Jake Longs. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> fucking Kelsey. It's like no one's trying to watch that. So you need your star players. You need them. You yeah. need these names. You need these people on the field. Yeah, I'm looking at the thing right now with Von Miller crawling across the field right. after a tackle. I was like, you need them. Yeah. So understand that you do need, and that that's where like you have these situations where like unions have to come in because realistically, the, even the thought of having to need a union ever is like. You hire me to do a job. I'm here, you're here, but for some odd-ass reason, we can't even speak to each other in a decent manner. So we got to get, get a third party to come to in come in here <laughs> to keep this shit civil. I <laughs> think of how crazy that yeah. is. You know, I got a union. It's like that concept is bonkers yes,
1: because y'all are so prone to violate us <laughs> and to not do fair business without the presence of this third party. You would just be running roughshod up in here like you, know, we're, like, you a know, fucking like,
0: wildling on Game of Thrones. Like when we went on strike, one of the big things was the camera language. They have cameras on all the buses now. Yeah. What they were doing before was now it's in a contract where they only got 15 minutes from an incident to watch on the camera. But if something happened on your bus, somebody fell, ran late, somebody said you ran, cut them off, anything. Yeah. They pulled the a tape and watched the whole day. This shit happened at 1 p.m. What? All right, yeah, but at, at 5 p.m., why was you uh selling crack off the back door? Whatever the fuck happened. <laughs> right. But it's like, yo, that shouldn't even... Because who the fuck can stay righteous with a camera on them all goddamn day? It's Not almost impossible. It's impossible. So now it's like the union had to get involved, and it's like now they got 15 minutes. So if something happened, 15 minutes they could yeah. watch. And then it's like, whatever. But it's like, yeah, like the, like that's really where it'd be. It'd be like... These owners and these companies and all this shit that go on, it'd be so much crazy shit to try to get done that you need a third par- party to come in and just mediate things. Yeah. And to see it in sports is like, yo, you, you're you making billions. Yes. You can't just pay the man like $8 million that he <laughs> want and go on about your business. No. It's, no. <laughs> Fucking. And that's where all this shit be going left, man. This shit be crazy, yeah. man. Like, it, it's wild. It's like, I honestly, I don't... I don't see how it changed. You got rich old white men who own all these yeah. teams. Until there's
1: any type of, any more measure of diversity from an ownership standpoint in the NFL, this is going to remain the status quo.
0: It's like, I'm not even trying to be funny. Y'all can kneel all you want.
1: You it, don't what do I do? Like, I know you're going to go out there and go earn your check, nigga.
0: I said it. They, they got up and went on the field and made it. <laughs> you gonna go?
1: You gonna go earn your motherfucking check? You can kneel all the fuck you want. And we already then hired the media to spin with the kneeling and about anyway. So now we they, now everybody think y'all beefing with Trump. It, we don't even give a fuck about the original message. Yeah.
0: Kneel all you want. Real talk, man. It's a damn shame. It's like I, me personally, I, I couldn't. I hear some crazy shit like that. It's like, come on, dog. Like, it's bad enough that you don't respect what the man, Colin, like, went off and what he was trying to do and the message and the, the light he was trying to bring to the situation. But to go back and call these men inmates, it's yeah. like, I don't think people really respect footballs. They just never played it, never was around it, never saw it. like. You don't just wake up and got hands like Randy Moss and exactly. just be on football field. <laughs> exactly. Like it's hard. Like for the for the stupid athletic, like uh, the Randy Mosses, the Odells. Yeah, you you're gifted yeah. athletically, but for your average lineman, your average fullback, your average DB. You got to work your ass off to get to that level. You got to muck and
1: grind and fight and sweat and bleed. All that shit from the time you... I tell
0: motherfuckers all the time, for the most part out of this city, I'm talking about this region, Philly, Jersey, Delaware, for the most part, the nicest motherfuckers you ever seen play basketball. I'm talking about the nicest motherfuckers. They make it to playing... Overseas ball Pro, yep. pro ball Over yep. in Italy Over in Europe Motherfuckers the- That's amazing That you might have seen Drop 60 on a playground Or whatever or, or 60 at a rump tournament You got Kyle Lowry From this from this region That's like Really in the NBA And really moving yeah. He's probably made The most waves I can think of In yeah. recent history Alvin um, Williams Had a decent career From an Philly aspect Yeah like It's probably experience. Kyle Lowry yeah. But it's just like Yo and that show you Like I remember I can go back Just dudes that I saw Like really lighted up In high school really Even in college level Tear it the fuck up. It's not easy to get into the pros, yeah. and when they do get there, they be getting sent back and forth to the D league and the G league now, and overseas. And and don't get fucked up. That's that's it's people to go overseas and make great money. Yeah, people to be in the G league make good money, but you don't understand. It's hard to get to them levels. It takes laser like focus. Like the
1: minute like you fuck too many bitches or eat too many donuts. I'm, you I'm, ain't gonna fucking make it. You I, know remember, I
0: remember it was, like, two niggas around the way at uh, Elmwood that were, like, tearing it up. And, like, motherfuckers thought they was nice and they was all right and shit. They was, like, publicly ranked and everything. And, like, they was balling. Older niggas, but they back in the day they was playing. Yeah. And, like, I remember motherfucker one day was, like, do you think, like, if they played in a two-on-two versus, like, an NBA nigga and, like, a not-so-good nigga from out here... Do you think they'd stand a chance? I'm they like, might not score. Fuck no. <laughs> I'm like, yo, Amari Stoudemire could fly here from Phoenix and have jet lag. He'd come here and take – it was a little nigga that used to hang out at the park. I'm like, he could take him and go on the court, and he'll win, win that game 11-0. Yeah. I'm like, he'll be hitting set shots like a good little role <laughs> player and everything. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, if NBA talent came out here, dog, that shit would be nuts. I'm not, My homie got to join on tape when uh, Sheed was with Gratz, yeah. and he played Bartram. He had 36.17 rebounds and nine blocks. Everything to win the air, poof, give me that. <laughs> Fast break. Going to the league. Fuck. The <laughs> like, and he was in high school. The ones that's definitely going, you see it early. They said Josh Smith threw it off the backboard and dunked it with two hands in fifth grade. That's what I'm saying. What? And where your homework? <laughs> oh, you ain't seen me dunking much. Fuck up my face. Fuck, fuck you in that homework. Like, that shit real. Like, you athletic ability, like, God-given, supernatural shit. Yeah. Did you see that slow motion Bron, bron dunk from the other night? No, I didn't see it. He that. caught a fat. like, it wasn't even a fast break. He did a fake, like, the first play of the game. And he he was at the three-point line. He sh- did like this. Yeah. The whole Pelicans team ran <laughs> out of the lane. And he li- like, I'm talking about he took off from behind the dotted line <laughs> off two steps. His head was above the <laughs> box on the back when they, they played it in slow motion. I'm like, he's been doing that for 17 pro years, yo. Yeah. Just like it it don't stop. Never had a serious injury. Like I'm like now I'm trying to be funny, yo. Did you see Michael Jordan play uh it was recent. He played um the young bull. Ah can't oh, Kid his... Gilchrist Gil- Gilchrist. smoking Smoked him. Smoked him. Mike's fifty. Fifty five. Smoked him. <laughs> Guilty. With
1: Are like you... some baggy sweatpants on. Smoked him in a, polo. And a hoop earring with a In, cut a, in a, polo,
0: like a polo shirt. Yeah. The sleeves cut off. Smoked him. Like, you tripping, young this boy. This is a first round draft pick. First round draft pick playing against a nigga who retired in the 90s, in 2014 15. Guard me.
1: It's nothing you can do. There's
0: nothing you could do, dog. I'm going to back
1: you down. You can't get around that. <laughs> you, and, you, oh, yeah, and I read your scout report. You can't
0: shoot. <laughs> <dead>. <laughs> so, good luck. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that shit crazy. Chris Paul, uh, his camp. Mike Jordan had came to the camp and uh, Chris Paul bet Jordan that if he could he playing, like the all around the world yeah. like the two shots on the side of key the key shot two shots on that side and then one from all the three point Jones he's like if Mike made all of them he would have to buy the kids all all sneaks yeah brand new sneaks for the joint Needless to say the kids got their sneaks <laughs> <laughs> when he said it Mike looked at him like that's it <laughs> nailing I watched Jeff Hornacek play against the uh Temple team. Oh, this when we was in high school, we figured Jeff Hornacek had been out of the league though for like good four or five years yeah, at Yeah, this time. shit ain't matter. Playing <laughs> against college kids, and I mean just everything he put in the air. It's like seriously, I'm not trying to be funny. Look at Steph Curry. Can you imagine if Steph Curry just showed up at the park? He made John Wall look like an asshole the other Listen, night. Listen, can we talk about that real
1: quick? Do you think? There's a debate online right now. I saw you. Yeah, it's yeah, a real, no, it, bro, it's a real, I didn't see it. it's a real thing. Like TYT sports did a whole topic on it. It's a real thing. Who was a better point guard, John
0: Wall or Steph Curry? I'm going to I, say this for the debate sake. Steph Curry fits into that small little thing where he isn't a traditional point guard exactly. by what a point guard is measured. Yes. He's not the primary ball handler right now. He was up until KD got yeah. there. To where the offense was running through, like, the pick and roll with him and Clay. Right. I saw somebody the other day was like, if you take away Steph shooting, then he's not in the top, like, five. And I'm like, <laughs> I mean, if you take away. A cop's bulletproof vest, (laughs) you could shoot him. If you take away a cop's
1: badge, he's not a cop. Like, it's like, what do you mean? Like, we live in this era of like deconstruction where people want to strip folks of like, what they're great at in order to diminish their greatness. And it's like, no, that's not how this works. Like, it's like, oh, if you take away Jordan jumping from the foul line that time, he don't win the dunk contest. Like, what the fuck yeah. are you talking about? Like, it's just idiotic. Yeah,
0: we have, we have, people are weird. He
1: is what he is. Like, he's the greatest shooter we've ever fucking seen. I ain't gonna He's the greatest shooter, volume and percentage-wise, he's the greatest shooter we've ever seen. I'll give you that. To me,
0: he's not the scariest shooter. No, he's not the scariest. He's the greatest. I'll give you that. Volume and accuracy. I still think Reggie and Ray Allen are more scary shooters to me.
1: Yes, but in the present NBA today. Yeah, no way around. You don't, like, as good as Dame Little is, as good as CP3 is, you want Steph Curry to have the ball five seconds left in the game. I don't. You don't? I'd rather have the ball. Over
0: game. the point guards? Oh, I'm just I, I saying like over KD. No, i talking about the play. point guards. Damian Lillard is big time. I ain't going to take that away from him. Who else is a point guard? Ky- Kyrie is big time, too. I don't know if I want. Kyrie is just there when the game's on the line. I want, I, I want uh, back-to-back I'm, MVP. I'm, I'm, I'm say, <laughs> no, I, I get that he's that, but this is my joint when it comes to Steph. To me, I've seen Steph miss a lot of big shots with the game on the line. N- deconstructing Kobe, like we've found no, out no, that I Kobe ain't as great as a <laughs> – I watching that shit. I'm just saying, like, if you watch the 16 finals, when Kyrie hit the three and the Warriors came down, the ball was in Steph's hands. Yeah. He got switched on a pick-and-roll. He had Kevin Love on an island and couldn't get away from him. He chucked up some bullshit and bricked it. Right. The first game this year uh, against the Rockets, the ball went to Steph, game on the line. He bricked it. The ball landed in KD hands. KD made it, but it was after the buzzer. Yeah. They lost. It's like I've seen Steph miss with the game on. So that's why I'm saying. But I've also seen Steph in the corner against New Orleans bury them. I've also seen Steph pull up
1: several other times against several other teams and the, the bury pull, the pull
0: up, them. up he had against the Thunder was crazy. That's like legendary. You i but, but that's I, against big time competition. My joint is though is just like. I seen Reggie hit a three, shove a nigga Reggie into the was, first row, was, and then take the ball and monster. hit another three. I, I watched that shit like live almost. Yeah, Reggie it's was It's like, nah. It, Reggie and Ray just to me were way scarier. So, but yeah, Steph is the best shooter. Going back, to, probably seen going back to the John
1: Wall Steph thing. in the eyes of a traditional point guard, is John Wall more traditional point guard? Yes. If Steph Curry was in the East with that Washington team, would they win 60 games? Yes. Does Does Steph Curry's transformative scoring and the way that he's able to keep a defense off balance Translate to more wins in a weaker division Than what Washington is able to do With a more quote-unquote traditional point guard Yes I'm
0: going to say this Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, Draymond Green And now Kevin Durant Individually, none of them niggas is better than LeBron I don't give a fuck who wants to argue It's just how I feel they linked up on a perfect situation in a perfect offense that makes all of them shine. That pick and roll shit is mad. They run the pick and roll better than Stockton and Malone did it. Yeah, they've mastered the shit as far as three point shooting. But honestly, if you take like, think about how good. What's the bull who was on the Eagles? He's on. Is he still on the Eagles? The, the defensive back from Seattle. Uh, from Seattle. Remember he had the dumbass meme where he was looking all crazy with the throw and shit. He came over from the, the Legion of Boom. He he uh. I can't think it's fucking Maxwell. Name. Maxwell. Think about how good he looked with Richard Sherman and Cam Chancellor. They look fucking yes. insane. Then he come here, he don't know which direction is north on the field. I don't think this is that
1: though. As far as Steph goes. No, no, because no. Because I no, saw no, no, Steph no, 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 no. do it without KD. I'm,
0: I'm not saying that I'm not taking it to that extent. All I'm right. just saying that this is one systems is a motherfucker in yes. sports. Running with the right system will make you look crazy. Running with a system that ain't right, you look awful. Yeah. It's just the way it is. They're in a perfect situation with, with each other. And I believe that, but but because so, because I've seen them all
1: grow up together, I think the system is a byproduct of their talent more so I, than not, than not, they are a byproduct I'm, of I'm the not system. Saying,
0: I'm not saying they're not talented. And real shit, I'm taking Steph Curry over John Wall. I'm, I'm not— not picking John Wall right. in this
1: situation. That's just stupid. The people on TYT Sports, all three of them picked John Wall because of the technicality of, well, we're talking about what a point guard does. We're in the era of positionless basketball. Yeah. Who's really doing what a point guard does? That's like a moot fucking point. So by that standard, give me Russell Westbrook over everybody. That's what I was about <laughs> to say. I'm taking
0: Westbrook over, all, <laughs> over these all, all these motherfuckers. So it's like, yeah, it's like Steph Curry is a phenomenal shooter. And that's really where I – like, for me, I – like. I feel like he's such a good shooter, it makes him one of the best players in basketball. But I've also seen him
1: put Chris Paul in his back pockets. I just saw, We just saw I, him put John Wall in his back pockets. I, I agree. This his, week. His,
0: <laughs> his, don't look, his handles, phenomenal. He doesn't have the best handle in the league, though. No. His defense. Kyrie has the best handle in the league. Kyrie might have the best handle ever. It, it, it's <laughs> it's getting close <laughs> yeah. to ever. Yeah. His defense, though, like you saw him try to defend Kyrie? No. You see him try to defend Westbrook? No. Well, nobody, uh, none of them guys can defend each other. Westbrook can't defend Steph Curry. All right, but you and Curry can't defend Steph But neither. you look at somebody like <laughs> John Stockton, who's like the all-time steals leader. You understand what I'm saying? That's coming from point guard where he's the all-time assists leader. That you know what I'm saying? I'm just I'm just throwing it out. there. But he's also playing against a couple trash men. Like he's not playing against the
1: I, these I are can't, the these I are the, go top, back. top top to bottom. These are the best set of guards all in the league the at the same point guards time. Guards ever ever. It's not even close. So none of them can defend each other. Yeah, they guess. all phenomenal. Like can Dame Lillard defend Steph? No. Can Steph defend Dame Lillard? Fuck no. <sighs> they can't defend each other. Russell Wilson can decide tonight. I'm getting fifty five. And you know what he getting fifty eight. Yeah, you it? because it just is what it is. So it's like, but then it's like when you look at the, the the actual defensive statistics, Steph's no worse of a defender than John Wall is. When you talk about team defense in in the actual statistics as far as the plus minus and all of that shit, they're the same. Is John Wall a better one on one defender? Yeah. Is, te- is Steph a better team defender? Yeah. So that shit is a wash. Steph is light years better of an offensive player than John Wall, though, because if you got John Wall to take some of them same shots that Steph is charged to take, do we believe
0: that John Wall is making those shots? I think it's just that those people look at John Wall like he's just. I, I don't know. Because, you know, John Wall's like a crazy dunker. He's got a crazy handle. It, it's like. Give me Dame Lillard over him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, i probably take <laughs> Give me Kyrie over him. Yeah. <laughs> like,
1: Paul Pierce made the case that John Wall was the best point guard in the league. And I'm like, well, did Russell Westbrook die?
0: Paul Pierce is like, you know, he's been tripping lately. <laughs> Six
1: months ago, he said Isaiah Thomas was the best uh, point like guard in the league. i he's a little scoring machine. He's so, a machine. But you know. when you talk about the other side of the ball, he can't defend me or you. No, nah, yeah. nah, you – you put IT on me. <laughs> Dump it down to the rack. It <laughs> it's a IT. rack. Taking IT to the rack, yeah. I'm taking Earl Boykins
0: man.
1: on 50-50s against IT. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Head up. So but Yeah. I just think jump. that Steph is so much of a it's like, all right, position aside. Point guards are shooting guards, shooting guards are point guards now. They all do the same shit. And then you got some guys like Giannis and LeBron that are point guards, shooting guards, small fourths, power fourths. So it's like we've asked for this FIBA basketball style, more offensive flow, passing, ball control, all of that shit. We asked for it, and then now we're like, you know that John Wall
0: is really, like, holding down for the old school point guards. I was trying to What's, tell my man What that the day. fuck is that doing for his career? Those those Jerome Williams, Dennis Rodman's, Ron Artest, ben, ben Williams. That's, I mean, uh, I said ben, ben Wallace. Ben Wallace, Ben Williams. Those days are, like, going. When they get to the end of the year now and they got to do defensive play of the year, they be like, all right, who had a steal? <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's how the shit be. So you mean like, to tell me you had two blocks oh, you had, in every game? Oh, shit.
1: Get us this this the other
0: day. KD had seven blocks in a game. <laughs> Niggas was tweeting, like, Oh, KD going for that defensive player of the year. <laughs> didn't share. Like, y'all I'm know, like, Matumo used to I'm do like, this shit every I'm night. Like, All it takes is seven blocks <laughs> in one game. That's it. Theo Ratliff was averaging eight blocks a game that's at one loves. point. So, but yeah, that uh. fucking that
1: 2001 Sixers team that went to the championship that first half of the season that's one of the best teams I've ever
0: seen so they, as far as. They, Doing the most with not a lot. They had Theo Ratliff, who was leading the league in blocks. He broke his wrist. Traded him they from a tumbo. dumped him from Mutombo <laughs> at the All-Star break. <laughs> and Matumbo won defensive player of the year that year. He went to the chip. They like, oh, shit, we meant to give it to Ratliff. Fuck it. <laughs> Keep it. <laughs> Fuck it. They won every award in basketball that year. Coach, player. Six-man. Six-man. Oh, did they win most improved? Nah. Only one they didn't was most improved in a uh, rookie of the year. They won everything else. Yeah. That was a great fucking team. And the an all-star MVP. Got it all that year. That was a good-ass fucking situation. All right, real quick. We got top five requests. And top well, five, well, top not, five. We got one top five request. And then the other one I just saw on Twitter. I, I logged on to Twitter the other day and saw a top five wrestlers argument. And it was wild ah. because I watched wrestling my whole childhood. I'm back I, watching wrestling. I saw, like, the thugs and killers were arguing <laughs> wrestlers. And I was, I was like, lost. I'm like they, like, they was really going through it. Who had more titles? Who had this, that, and the third? So I'm like, all right, we, we, we can do that. We, we, we no, top, we can definitely we do a that. We have top five fucking show. Yeah. Who you got? All right, you want my whole five? All uh, right, okay. All right. I got
1: The Rock. Number, as number one. one? The Rock.
0: Oh, my Lord.
1: You're starting off crazy. I got The Rock as number one. Most transformative, most impactful wrestler of all time. Best on the mic, best promos, going from a shitty character to a phenomenal character, had every belt, The Rock. Rock and Sock Connection, all that shit. Number two, Shawn Michaels. Oh, my. (laughs) Best in-ring performer of all time. He's not Best worker out of all of them, everybody. Number three, Triple H, King of All Kings. Number four, Ric Flair, uh, 97-time champion. Number five, Stone Cold Steve Austin. And number six, even though he's a racist piece of shit and he's scrubbed from the record books, Hulk Hogan. He would have been my number one a couple years ago,
0: even though his in-ring skills fucking stunk. Yeah, Hogan's in-ring still stunk, but that's what I was more so I was the tip I was on. Like, are y'all arguing in-ring ability? If we argue in-ring ability, then take everybody off every, if, this list except Shawn about, Michaels. You better start talking <laughs> about like Arn Anderson and Dean Malenko And Lance <laughs> Storm yeah, and, like and shit, shit like, like that. that and Ken Shamrock, just motherfuckers that was real athletes. Yeah. No. Nah, Number five um is Sting.
1: Sting but, was the man. He was a shitty in-ring performer too. But he was the man. His persona was just, like just, just shit. As kids, he, sting was Especially there, he when he thing. did the rate the uh the, the Crow persona. Yeah.
0: Before that, when he had Stinger Squadron. Yeah. <laughs> Stinger Squadron <laughs> get me started there. <laughs> Fucking, uh Number five Sting. Number four, Shawn Michaels. I I give you the heartbreak kid. Number three, The Rock number two two and one are such a toss up because it's like I grew up in Hulkamania I was you know the fucking Hulk we Hulk. all did I always say all the time Hulk, Hulk Hulk Hogan is the only white person I'll let call me brother <laughs> I like the fucking Hulkster was every fucking thing man like that nigga slammed Andre the Giant yo we couldn't believe that <laughs> shit like, man, that shit was like Greek that God shit broke the internet thing. when yeah, it wasn't no internet there was internet to break yeah But depending on what day I'm on, 2 and one is Hogan and then Stone Cold. I knew you was going to say that. My dad used to take us to wrestling. My dad and my uncle used to take us to wrestling joints. I've been to Beyonce concert. I've been to powerhouses. I've been to all kinds of shit, yo. I have never seen a crowd go berserk. Like, when that glass broke. <laughs> and Stone when Cold came on. That shit was, it was unreal, though. Like, the 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 trance that he put on wrestling and what it was yeah. at the time. And No, I definitely, I super respect Stone Cold. And I'm I'm more so. We met him at Footstop at Penrose Plaza. Holy shit. shit. He it was crazy. He got out of the car and he was walking in. And me, Steve, and uh, Pax, we walking past and uh, he's huge in person. You, yeah. you don't realize how big the motherfucker because is. It's, because it's always
1: a bigger guy, so you don't realize how big the big guys are.
0: And he's walking up into the the, the sneaker store, and, like, <laughs> Steve was like, yo, you're Stone Cold. He was like, well, who else you think it was? <laughs> and I, I told myself, I'm like, oh, shit, he about to stun Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Steve is over. <laughs> I'm <laughs> like, oh, get this nigga you're done. We're never going to let that go. But it's like, yo, Stone Cold was larger than life in that wrestling shit. Now, you, of course, are you talking about championships and who won the most and shit you gonna start talking about Ric Flair's and uh who else was a uh, crazy champion um Triple H won the Triple H -H, yeah like you start going to that I'm talking about the personas and who they were it's Hogan Stone Cold and The Rock those three I mean Hogan is my one if he
1: isn't a caught on tape being a racist piece of shit like he would be one, but it's like they literally have scrubbed him from the record books. Like, there's no mention of Hulk Hogan in it's association with like, WWE they've got, anywhere. Like, they've
0: they got him, like, out the hall and Yo, all that shit. Yo, he's done. Yeah. He's finished. Yeah, so it's fucked up, man. He had reality shows and everything. Yeah, uh, Hogan knows best, all that shit. His wife took 70% of that shit.
1: Like, California, boy. And fucked her uh, son's best friend. The Cuban. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Oh, yeah, and uh, another honorable mention, The Undertaker. Undertaker is definitely...
0: Oh! Can I tell you how the Bull wanted to rumble me? Because uh, I, I didn't... Yo, listen. I got the greatest Undertaker story on Earth. All right, so I'm driving a bus. It's, it's late at night. It's my last trip, whatever, whatever. Black Bull. And, and Bull, he looked like us. Okay. Yeah, he it was crazy. I thought it was Nitty. I'm not trying to be funny. Right. He, he was a big dude, had a big beard. Dead ass, I thought it was Nitty when I pulled up, and I'm like, what "Is Nitty doing out here?" Bull steps up, he gets on his, he's swiping the transfers. He was like, "Yo, cause uh, you you know the Undertaker lost last night. You see that, John?" And I'm like, "Apparently, Undertaker had a streak. He had at, a streak at WrestleMania. I didn't know this because I've stopped watching wrestling and shit. But Undertaker lost, and the streak was over. So he's like, "Yo, you see Undertaker lose last night?" And I'm like, "Huh, nah." He was like, yeah, he he lost the streak at WrestleMania over, dog. I'm like, all right. No complaining. Yeah, day. I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I'm basically like, the fuck do I care? You know what I'm saying? Like, the fuck. So he like, what the fuck he, he's standing. He like, yo, you heard me? I said, The Undertaker lost. Like, the streak over, dog. Like, that shit was crazy. And I'm like, I, and then I turn Because I'm like, all right, what the, <laughs> what's happening? As I turn and look. This nigga got an Undertaker t-shirt. <laughs> so, so, so I'm like, oh shit. I'm like, here we go, boy. So I'm like, nah, I don't I don't I don't watch wrestling, fam. So he was like, mind you, he he got on at 15th and JFK. Keep that in your mind. So he was like, damn, you you don't watch, why don't you don't watch wrestling? I'm like, I mean, it's cause it's it's like it's it's fake. And as I say that, I'm like, I didn't mean to say that. Just you could see. I didn't
2: mean to say that. No bullshit.
0: <laughs> you could see the rate, like, you know, you you from the hood, so you can you can smell like you can smell what shit's about. What shit. foot. You can sense <laughs> anger. You know what I'm saying? So I'm I'm like it's, it's like fake. And he was like, he was so distraught he couldn't even talk. He was like. Like what's fake? Tell me what's fake about it. What's fake? They real athletes. What's fake about it? Tell tell me what's fake. I'm like, look, it's my last trip. I just want to go home and see my family. I, I don't. Please don't kill me. Yeah, Undertaker. I, I, man. I don't want you to do nothing crazy. Like poke me with nothing. You know, I see you, Undertaker fan. Clearly, I, I didn't. You know. He like, no, nah, because them, them niggas be really out there risking their bodies. Like, you don't understand the, the injuries that wrestlers get. And for you to say that's fake. Like, come on, dog. Like, they go through more shit than any of these other motherfucking sports. Like, don't play them like that. And I'm like, all right, like, well, I, I don't know what you want me to do in this situation. So he like, I'm saying, look, You got the internet. Watch the match, like watch when 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 uh, I think it was Brock Lesnar. He okay. said he's like when Lesnar pinned him. You could see the 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 hurt in people's faces. Like yo, the streak really over. Like you got to be kidding me. Do me a favor and watch that, cause can you watch that for me? I'm like, yeah, what well, I get a chance I watch it on YouTube or something. He like, all right. He gets off at 16th and JFK. Do we all this happened <laughs> in a block. Right? <laughs> so he gets off the bus. Whatever, he's out of my mind. I don't even think about it. Goes and meets Paul Bear. I don't know what the (laughs) fuck he does. He walks the fuck off. I go on with my night. Cool. This shit's out of my mind. I'm not even thinking about it. The next night, I come around City Hall. This nigga is standing at 15th and JFK. He has on a different Undertaker shirt than the one he had on yesterday. I'm like, oh my god. I'm like, I'm about to just drop. I'm being punk. I'm (laughs) about to just drop. This fucking stop. But I can't because there's people out there. I open the door. People get on. He gets on and was like. You watch that, John? Exactly. He like, yo, what's up with you, cuz? I'm like, what's up? He like, you watched that, John, last night? You get a chance to watch that? I don't want to lie because I don't want to get caught in the lie. Because it's like, if I lie. The it's show's a, over. Like, I'm <laughs> being serious. I don't want to lie. And this nigga decide to pop quiz me about the match. And I can't. Tell something, and then now he like, all right, now I'm definitely hitting you with the tombstone because you fucking lying, so, playing games. So, so he like, he like, yo, did you watch that joint? I swear to God, I meant to be like, no, nah. but I was like, yeah, I checked it out last night. He was like, tell me you didn't feel, tell me that that you didn't feel that emotion in that building. I'm like, yeah, dog, that shit was crazy. I'm like, when he when he pinned him, and when, I'm like, when he walked off, I'm making this shit up. I'm like, when he walked off. That was that was the saddest shit I think I seen this year. He like, dog, tell me about it. I don't Undertaker could have disappeared in that fucking I don't know if he walked off or not. But yeah, I freestyled <laughs> the whole freestyle. I'm like, yo, when he walked off it was the saddest shit I've ever seen. He like, dog, tell me about it. He was like, yo, I I that's all he's like, I just want people to understand what Undertaker gave to the business and what he what he really was about. Like that man went twenty plus years winning at WrestleMania. I'm like, Yeah, I feel you. And then he got off his 16th and market, and I I haven't seen it. I mean, 16th and JK, I haven't seen the nigga ever get in my life. So it was like, yeah. Why is he taking so many one-stop-lots? I want to block this It was crazy. But, yeah, we got to put Undertaker up like there. He's abusing his just, transpass just, <laughs> just for my fans, you got to put Undertaker up there. Oh, Lord. I'm been to tell you, that shit was hilarious. Uh. We were having a discussion at my job the other day. You wanna do the other type of? Yeah, let me let me do a quick shout out real quick. Good another one. Uh
1: shout out my guy, I know Brasco, uh, Yak House Records. Um he says if uh, he wants everybody to follow him on Twitter and on Instagram, I know, B-R-A-S-C-O. Make sure y'all go to iTunes, uh, Apple Music, Tidal, everywhere that, you know, music is available and get his new single, Trap All Day, featuring Wise Vega, and that's my guy, I Know Brasco. Follow him on Twitter, Instagram, and all social media and get that record on uh, Apple Music.
0: I fucks with him. He's become one of my, uh, yeah, that's my guy. one of my good uh, Back Twitter when people. I was a
1: fake music producer, uh, we I worked with him like a lot or whatever like that, and um, he's, Super talented. He always can rap a lot. Yeah, he always got good shit
0: to say on Twitter and shit. All right, real quick. One more top five. We were arguing the other day at work about Michael Jackson's best songs. And. The chick said, she told me her her favorite Michael Jackson songs. She was like, Butterflies is in my top three. And I'm like, well, if Butterflies is in your top three, you were either born addicted to (laughs) crack or you haven't listened to enough Michael Jackson songs. Either you used to hang out with Richard Pryor. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, I like Butterflies. I like that album. But that was Mike after like two, you know, child sexual abuse cases. And he looked like Liza Minnelli. I wasn't fucking with Mike music that much at the time. The the album was cool. It had some good shit right. on it. But we're not going to talk about that as <laughs> Michael Jackson's best songs. He's That's just disrespectful. It. And somebody had actually sent us an email. Like, "Yo, why didn't y'all... Y'all did Top 5 R. Kelly. Why y'all never did Top 5 M. J. Michael Jackson songs? Okay. I'm like, we can do that. I know you're going to fuck this up. I'm not going to fuck. I got this. I got the perfect list. See, you've written... Uh, go ahead. Five. Billy Jean. <laughs> Five? Four.
1: It gets better. <laughs> oh. Four. Rock With You. Three, Human Nature. Two, Beat It. One, the biggest song of all time,
0: Thriller. All right. Our, vis- our list is very similar, just different orders. My number five, Michael Jackson, I know I'm going to get torn apart for this. It's it's one of my favorite Michael Jackson songs. It's Black or White. I loved that fucking song when I was a kid. You I wanted to be in the you video. see me? Huh? You see I've me? Seen I'm not things. amused. I, listen, <laughs> did you ever see the video? <laughs> you have seen the video? I, I premiered the video. I was the, like, the nigga went from. And my grandma. house. He went from dancing with russians in russia to dancing with like geishas in japan to he was in the middle of like a indian fight like, <laughs> this Shit was the greatest <laughs> fucking video i'd ever see when i was a fucking kid i couldn't believe that shit. gotta respect the video black and white was my shit number four is human nature that was it's, it's a beautiful song number three Rock with you. The nigga had on all sequins in the video, down to the boots. Duh-da, boots, <laughs> you gotta respect it. Uh, number two is Billy Jean. Billy Jean doesn't get enough credit. If Billy Jean was on anybody else's catalog, it'd be the pinnacle of their career. Yeah, but Mike is just so great that it's just like. You ever watch Motown 25th anniversary? Yeah, hell yeah. Yo, my pop had that shit on tape. I remember when I was like old enough to really understand it and watch it. It's like. Mike was something else Like he knew he was something else like, They knew When you listen to uh, What was the last joint he had With the Jackson 5 uh, uh, Can you feel it That joint yeah. you, know, you knew Mike was going solo Like yeah. alright Jackie You 48 Nobody likes you Randy <laughs> Mike's leaving you niggas. He's going solo When that nigga he, Mind you off the wall Was already a smash yeah. He already sold like 8 mil With that shit yeah. Don't stop till you get enough Girlfriend You know uh, She's out of my life All that shit when that nigga did the moonwalk at the, tw- the 25th anniversary... Like, the world stopped, duh, literally. Them niggas went in... You know, they had Afros and cummerbunds because it was in 1982 <laughs> and shit. That shit was turned to the max. Like, you know Mike was in the back, like, like behind stage talking... Crazy. Like, I'm about to get these bitches in a frenzy <laughs> why the tonight. Fuck this shit Watch up. You this know about the shit. fuck this shit up, right? He came out they came out there with the brothers and he did the, the yeah. reunion with them and he got them to fuck up the stage. Like, yeah, I really like those songs, but uh you know I like the new songs. And then he <laughs> threw that fucking fedora <laughs> it on. It's like, yo, Mike took off into fucking atmosphere out the atmosphere with Billy G. That shit was just amazing. And it, if you don't got thriller at number one, I do not I e I don't I don't understand to talk about. your outlook on life.
1: Like, it's the biggest song of all time. Thriller is the only album, is one of the only albums that goes
0: platinum every year. You know, Mike really could do no wrong, yo. I'm sitting here thinking about this shit now. Like Mike, he dropped Thriller, right? 27 minute music video, first black on MTV. Paul's handsome brother, good looking. Sold 50 mil. Yeah. That nigga popped up on the next album and he was a red <laughs> nigga, A red woman. That nigga had 24 <laughs> in hair, <laughs> And nobody gave a fuck. Nobody cared. Yeah, Mike, buy the fuck this shit up? <laughs> that nigga came to an awards show with Emmanuel Lewis, Bubbles, and Brooke Shields. Like what? What an entourage! That nigga <laughs> hopped out the limo with a dwarf, a chimpanzee, <laughs> and a supermodel. Like you know, Mike' house parties get crazy. <laughs> Nobody Mike could literally do no wrong. That's how good your music yes. was, and how much your shit inspired.
1: People. Yo, you want to hear some hilarious shit? So the other day, my homie who shall remain nameless, he texts me and says, "Who's more popular, Michael Jackson or Martin Luther King?" <laughs> <laughs> my first instinct was to cry because I can imagine him feverishly arguing his point with somebody about whatever the fuck, how did, how y'all even got into this conversation is hilarious. So I immediately sent back crying emojis, but I said, well, first question is why are you having this conversation? But the answer to your question is, it's Michael
0: Jackson and it's not even fucking close. Did you see Jared Carmichael stand up? No, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. The, the, the comedian boy, boy from uh, he was in a he had his own show and he was uh, the black boy in the uh, neighbors movies and shit. Yeah. He he said on on a uh, part of his stand up he said people always make a big deal out of like Martin Luther King, you know, Dr. King, you know, he was everything to the civil rights movement to black people and it's like, yo. Jay Z means way more than him. And the crowd started cracking up. <laughs> and he's like, yo, I know every one of Ho's songs. I only know like two lines of that I have a dream shot. I was fucking wrong. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> yo, fuck, dog,
1: I was fucking, that's what you ever think of when you said that and, shit. And, and, and I'm texting him and I'm like, yo, I'm like, look at it from this standpoint. I said, for an artist in the 70s and 80s, To reach a threshold where you selling 50 million albums, performing for kings and sheiks and all type of royalty all around the world as a black music artist. Do you know how much of an impact you got to have to then parlay all of that into being a billionaire? That shit is hard as fuck. When you're talking about 70s and 80s dollars compared to today. This motherfucker was worth a billion dollars in like 92 like, that shit is extremely hard. on the
0: Beatles catalog.
1: <laughs> like, he just doing shit just to do it. Like, so I'm like, yo, I'm like... It's it's not even a. I'm saying as far, far as popularity goes. Paul
0: McCartney straight told Mike, "You want to make real money, you need to own these music catalogs." He's like, "I'm going to the auction tomorrow. I'm buying our catalog back." So you know that's that's where the money is. Paul McCartney. It was like any bidders. Paul McCartney was like twenty six million. He's like anybody else. Mike in the back. I'm about twenty twenty seven. Like, <laughs> like what? <laughs> like you said, that's the way to get the money, dog. Yeah, but not my. <laughs> don't buy my <laughs> shit. Paul McCartney straight. uh Stop fucking with Mike after that shit. Remember, they had the say, 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 John. Hey, that was get, the shit, get too. Yeah, done. Yeah. But, yeah, my top five thriller, rock with you. Thriller, Billie Jean, rock with you, human nature, black or white. I want to put beat it up there. And I love Scream, too, Scream's with uh, Janet Jackson. Yeah. That was my shit. Thriller, beat it,
1: human nature, rock with you, Billie Jean. Boom, 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 boom. Yo, did you see uh, our guy Big Shaq on Bleacher Report? Big Shaq?
0: Big oh, Shack, uh, you don't know. The, the, the boom, boom. Yeah. Nah, I didn't see
1: it. He's on Bleacher. He, this, this motherfucker's had... Him and Cardi B having the best years ever. This
0: motherfucker's on Bleacher Report. He did a freestyle dissing Shaquille O'Neal. Oh, I seen it, but I didn't click on it. I definitely saw it, but I didn't fucking... Fucking uh, hilarious. I'm gonna, I'll watch it later on tonight. All right, we got the top fives out of the way. Now we're going to get into some ignorant nigga shit, like we always do. Like y'all, we always do y'all, about this stuff. Y'all, y'all love these parts of the show. Ignor- we got some y'all weirds coming, too. We got uh, two ignorant nigga shits. Do we? <laughs> Whoa. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, okay. We got two nigger yeah. newses.
1: Since you are the ignorant nigger <laughs> captain. <laughs> I'm, the, uh, I'm the ignorant nigger uh, liaison. You're the correspondent <laughs> for the <laughs> ignorance. <laughs> uh, Live uh, here on the scene <laughs> of the bullshit. <laughs> so, uh, as you all know, Powerhouse, uh, Philly's annual uh, radio concert with Pi 99 was this past Friday. He had wonderful artists like Lou Uzi Vert, Rick Ross, uh, French Montana, Meek Mill, Migos, Cardi B, it was basically like the Vanity Grand All-Stars all performing yeah. at one fucking radio show. <laughs> Vanity Grand All-Stars. It's all the fucking people Vanity Grand bought the last two fucking years all yeah. performing on one show. So, good fucking show. I was there for about all of like 38 minutes, and I got the fuck out of Dodge. And uh, apparently, uh, the Chasers are back at it again. We don't know which Chaser was responsible, but uh, we have ideas. Somebody apparently pummeled French Montana and beat him under a fence, I'm being told. Uh Knocked a couple chains loose, and uh, there may or may not be some chains of his uh, popping up at Sean Jewelers tomorrow. Mm. Cool. And um, this basically stems back to the Drake shit from two years ago, two and a half years ago. God damn, Tom is flying. Yeah, right. Two and a half years ago. <laughs> Scary hours was a long time where ago. Where Meek basically said, you know, in the media, you know, people out here picking sides and da da da, and, you know, people that was calling me their brother and this and that, and now they fucking with Drake and da da da. And, uh, Essentially they're mad at French Montana for doing what any person with a fucking brain would have did, which is go with the money team. Like I don't like you know what I'm saying? You tweaking, you already told me you was high off perks and lean and you was perked out of your mind, but yet and still somehow, some way I'm held accountable for a dumbass decision that you made when you decided that you wanted to throw your fucking career away, so now I gotta get punched on in Philly. So it's just in to me, it's just in bad taste. Like I get it. Like y'all wanna had that same energy and all that shit. It's cool. I get it. Y'all punched on Safari. Now you got French Montana out the way. Apparently they, I guess they have a checklist of people that they punching on. Um, but when you ran into Fifty, you wanted to have a conversation. You know why? Fifty's eight. Yeah. And Fiddy got forty six year old apes running around with him.
0: Forty six year old
1: know shit. I'm saying, and, and, and we seen what happened to Slow Bucks. He got he got speed beat and got his jewelry removed. <laughs> all in the same, uh, all in the same situation. And uh, they like, you know what? Speed beat. That ain't for us. You know what I'm saying we are gonna talk this shit out because this shit can go entirely too far.
0: Yeah, like you you would think with with Meek and like him having. Arguably his best album out. Ever. Well, real quick disclaimer before you get
1: into your point. They said that Meek was on stage when the ass woman was taking place. I know Meek's not doing. I know yeah. Meek wasn't in they it. He said he wasn't
0: even present. I know that. But you know, you You know what I'm saying? Xerxes wasn't gonna come down to talk to Leonidas. He sent the Persians the fuck like you don't you know what I'm saying? Like it it's just you the you the leader of this shit. You know what I mean? And it's like you 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 got back to where it was like, yo, Everybody likes you. You perform. not. not saying everybody didn't like you, but, right. you know, the shit was over. It, like, wafted over. It was done. You know what I'm saying? Y'all just really reopened the fucking jar from two and a half years ago. Yep. Over some shit from two and a half years ago. Yes. Like, I don't get it. You got your best charting album ever. Best performing album. It, you got, like, seven or eight songs that hit the Hot 100. I just don't. Like, who who closed the show the other night? Oh, he did close it. Cool. Yeah, me close the show. It was That's what I'm saying you should have been closing it. It's just yeah. City. You should be closing it. You got Ross, Uzi, Migos, all these dudes. You should be closing it because you got crazy relationships with all of them. But to hear that shit is just, it's just like, like, oh, here we go again. Right. It's like, y'all, it's, it's to the point where it's like, yo, it's almost more destructive and more like counterintuitive than like beans. Yes. Because it's like, for what? Like, we've seen this movie before. Like, y'all done, y'all, you you checked. What's the the goofy nigga be on there with uh, Joe Buttons? Academics? Oh, yeah. You're always at him because he make y'all look weird. Y'all done ran down on Safari. Y'all done ran down on motherfucking French fries. It's just like, at what point do y'all just, like, not be involved (laughs) in goofy shit? And that's another joint. The roll-ons where no one goes to the hospital. I don't understand. Yeah, where
1: niggas just go to the after party and drink Ciroc. (laughs) Lil B got rolled on. That's like... He has got on stage dusted his little taupe suit off and got on stage. Safari got... Well, Safari got the fuck out of there. <laughs> Safari... I ain't getting jumped for no fucking body. No, not today. Safari said I didn't even see... Do you see him explaining that shit on Everyday Struggle? <laughs> Ever to jump on. <laughs> he, like, he was like, I didn't even know that they was getting my mans and shit because I was just like so worried about... You knew they was getting your man though. They're not getting you. They ain't getting you. <laughs> Somebody's getting got... Uh, it's, it's, that last
0: uppercut that his man took was especially painful. It's it's just, I like, I hate seeing Philly like just like it always resorts back to this some goofy dumb violence. Yes, like what I, do we prove? Because now you open
1: up a can of worms to where it's like, all right, say French Montana is the biggest pussy alive. Let's let's say that that's that, and he don't want the smoke. Somebody in the South Bronx wants to smoke behind this situation. So now you put it to a situation where when you're moving around in New York, you got to be on extra alert because of this situation. And you potentially sever a relationship with one of the four power players in this industry that can make
0: a phone call and start derailing shit. It's like you you already had a situation where it's like, okay, you and and Drake not fucking with each other. So now you got... The niggas around that, like the Khaleds, that have to look at you, like kind of like you know how Khaled's probably looking at you now, like. And it's crazy because it wasn't, but what two maybe three years ago, Meek was the opening verse on a Khaled single. Yes, wasn't that long ago? She didn't been the same <laughs> since I came doing that. high shit, like it, you, He was, you was the opening verse on a Jay Z feature on a Khaled album. Yeah, let us not forget. So, it's just like, I don't understand how these don't just keep going. How you get, like, I told you already, where's the Meek and J song? Like, why are we not focused on that? Right. And and if you, and if, if niggas is moving and not moving on your word, you gotta sit them down. Yeah. Like, listen, y'all no gonna mo- lose no your more, chain. No
1: more tour bus,
0: no more PJs, no more DC chain, no nothing. Like, Niggas could be like, like you look back to like death row, like oh man, Suge got all these niggas from the pen around. It's like Suge's antagonizing this shit. Yeah, I mean interrogating Suge's making this shit go on. Yeah, because if Suge wanted to, this shit could change. If if anybody, like if you that dude and you, you know, I, I just hate seeing stupid shit. Yeah, it's yeah. just annoying because it's just like dog. Oh, like when I first heard that no bullshit, I thought it was a joke. I'm like, oh niggas is making this up on the timeline. Where? <laughs> Cause I even asked you, I'm like, is this shit real? <laughs> like,
1: no, it's real. Gilly talked about it. Gilly went on his uh went on his IG and talked yeah. about it. Yeah, he was having a conversation with somebody in the background and they was like, Yeah, French got, got pummeled. Like French got beat under a gate. Like he's like, I got he's like, I got one of his chains. I'm going to Shine Jewelers tomorrow. See what's up with this junk. <laughs> it's, all, it's all bad.
0: Niggas, man.
1: This is all bad, man. Like, I just want everybody to be safe. Stop putting hands and feet on each other. Yeah. Like it's a rough time to be
0: black in America. Period. Let alone punching on niggas because of music relationships. And that, and that's the, the the part with me where I just sit back and I be like, y'all want change. Y'all want things to get better. You want equality. You want. I say it all the time on here. Yeah. But then when that's done, but well, fuck these niggas across the street though. Let me go get into some bullshit <laughs> over here. And this goes into. Can I go on a, a y'all weird yeah, real go quick? Ahead. I watched a video the other day, man, where a older black man, pizza driver, got smacked in the back of the head with a pistol, robbed, and then they stole the car. Yeah. On camera. On camera. Mm. It's like... Now what, guys? Now what? <laughs> a 93 Corolla.
2: Mm.
0: And, and $27. Maybe. Now what? Mm. You and the crazy part was, dude, he they, they he hit him so hard with the gun, he was unconscious yeah. for three days. The place he worked at fired him because he was unaccounted for, and they didn't know where he was, where him ordered the car was the owners. He they didn't know where him or the car was, so they uh. fired him. And it's like, well, y'all know I was knocked out in the house. Yeah, hospital. y'all know that's a lawsuit, right? You know what I'm saying? But it's like, here you got four, three or four able bodied young black men who could have become, like you say, master electricians, could have. Worked for the city. Could have done... Could have been a coder. Anything. Anything. You, you you about to give up years. Years.
1: Yeah. And it's, and, and then the other thing is, it's 3-4, y'all. Let's line y'all up and see who the weakest one, because he going to tell on the other 3 Mm-hmm. So now, he going to get a suspended sentence or whatever the fuck, and y'all about to go to jail for seven and a half to 15.
0: One of my old homies, he caught a case. We was young boys. They robbed a plea to delivery and one, one of his homies like shotting and i'm like i, I wasn't there nothing when i'm like had i been there when the plan came out it's like no no what what y'all gonna get from me 40 bucks right
1: no oh, you're Ooh. not thinking this through.
0: y'all ain't looking <laughs> on the bigger the big scale <laughs> and it's just like y'all yo, better off robbing a local dope boy but niggas don't want that smoke in the words of you yeah. You hear me talking like I ain't corny over <laughs> there? Like, yeah, it's like, motherfuckers, you know, you got to be able to stand what you do. Absolutely. And it's like, if you know you can't, like me, I'm not built for prison. I know that. There's no shame in it. Right. That's just me keeping it a buck with you. I can't go to Chipotle. <laughs> it's a lot of shit I just can't do in you prison. Know, fat asses in jail. I, like, I'm, I'm just not built for it. Motherfuckers yelling at you, telling you when to get up. No, I don't wake up early. It's like, I'm straight. I know that. So you stand what you do. But motherfuckers, and that's the part that fucks me up the most. It's like, you got motherfuckers running around here acting like, quote unquote, street niggas. But then get in a situation and then be like, telling and doing, all just like, you can't stand it either, bitch. Feek told me years ago, he said,
1: he was like, man, he's like, niggas is getting picked up for domestics for beating their girl, telling all murders. Damn. That's how bad niggas don't want to go to jail. You know why? Because fucking JJ from fucking North sold motherfucking 92 bricks and he told on his connect and now he back home selling 92 more bricks. So if he ain't got to go to jail neither do I cuz the bitches is still fucking him and the niggas is still fucking with him. So I ain't going to jail neither. Fuck that. Yeah. I ain't do what he did, so I definitely ain't going to jail. All I did was beat my girl. Little Ron Ron, <laughs> Ron from the projects <laughs> killed this nigga All I over did some Jays. girl. Yeah.
0: Niggas telling on murder. Because,
1: listen, you, you beat your girl. Here, here's a word to the wise. You beat your girl. You go into front of the wrong judge. You go to jail, my nigga, for sure. First offense, any of that shit. I'm in I'm I'm court one day or whatever. Judge means presiding. Young boy get up there. He say, hey, you know, the situation was my girlfriend. Uh, I was living with my girlfriend and her mom. She kicked me out. Wouldn't give me access to none of my stuff, blah, blah, blah. They got into an argument. He beat her up fast forward to this shit she called the police he got arrested blah 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 they going through the case first offense he never been arrested for nothing not drugs not, not domestic not nothing he got motherfucking 11 and a half to 23 months on the first offense locked him up the same day and held his mom in contempt of court for not standing up when they said judge means presiding first offense for a fucking argument domestic with your girlfriend you gotta go, to, you gotta go up cfcf for 11 and a half to 23 months you come into court thinking you got a summary hearing you going to jail today that's when the mic come on. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, no, I know some guys from Frankfurt. Yeah. <laughs> Niggas telling over to Benjamin's beat. <laughs> Turn the fucking beat on. <laughs> right. yeah. give, me, give me a fish sandwich. I'll give you seven more bodies. That's what I'm saying. like That street shit, it's a short stop. That shit ends one of two ways. Dead or in jail. Or in jail because somebody told on you and you ain't even fucking know that they told on you. You know what I'm saying? And... What we found out through this fucking whole uh Kevin M- Child situation is that majority of the time motherfuckers don't even know who told on them because they just plead to the shit because they know that they fucking guilty and they can't fight certain shit. Capital like it's hard to fight a capital murder. That shit costs a hundred thousand dollars minimum. Sometimes it costs more than that. 150000 dollars 200000 dollars Most niggas don't got 150000 dollars sitting shit, in no they fucking said shoe OJ John
0: was millions. That's what I'm saying. Like
1: That's a high profile murder. So a low pro John in a major city gonna cost you a buck, a buck fifty, two hundred Sometimes yeah. a quarter million
0: Just to get Johnny to tell him Don't take your arthritis medicine Let your <laughs> hand Let your hand swell up That fucking glove Ain't gonna fit We out of Like yeah hey, That shit crazy Legal man. advice costs a lot Of motherfucking money But my thing is Is like with the with the Dudes selling drugs Or whatever it is you do You you make the decision To be like Like Omar You know what I'm saying Robbing drug dealers mm. It's like You pick this lifestyle You know what Certain I'm saying Certain shit come with that. Certain shit come with it Stand what you do so, it's like motherfuckers go around robbing and all that. That's why motherfuckers get killed and be out of Like, motherfuckers be, like, almost shocked. And i would be like, it's no way you're that naive. Like, it's no way. Because I heard X, Y, Z.
1: Right. Like, I ain't in the mix and I heard
0: it. So, it's like, it's no way you're How that... you fucking a nigga and you don't know that it's that's no what It's no way does. you're that naive. <laughs> exactly. So, it's just like, no... My thing is, when you got dumbass crimes like this that don't need to happen, yeah. you smacking a delivery man with a pistol. For
1: Completely out of pocket. That market.
0: there's no reason for this. This shit just should not happen. That's more so the tip I'm on. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. like, I'm not talking to, like, you want to sell whatever you sell, do whatever you do. I, cool, rock out. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. mean, you got to understand oh, that. That's your lifestyle. And you You know what well, come with it. I know good dudes who went to jail. They came home and got... Together with something look at Carl. Like, I got to get away from this because, you know what I'm saying? Move this way. But you got to change in order to do you that. You got to change. So it's like, yeah, you you see all these different situations. My thing is, I don't got Carl for running around smacking delivery drivers. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like It's like, this doesn't need to happen ever. This is just stupid, dumb nigga shit that we just, I'm sick of seeing, quite frankly. Yeah. Last week, I told you about the girl who bit the fucking mom, I mean, bit the teacher, and then the mom came up there with the brick and all that. It's just like, everybody's going to jail. Like, is y'all serious? <laughs> like, everybody. But these little motherfuckers... I saw something else the other day that was very, very weird. It was just peculiar. It was a young boy. He was accused of a murder, and he was turning himself in the other day. And I guess... I don't really watch the news. I just happen to catch it on Facebook. Right. But um, apparently, he shot two people. It happened, I guess... Somewhere in Philly, because it was Philly and shit, and um, killed two people. He was, t- huh? Twelfth Street. Street, South Philly. That's what it was. Yeah, he killed two people, and when he like sixteen or something like that, sixteen. <laughs> That's what they. Yeah, you're right. That's what they were saying. Damn. Cause he had like he was like connected to the whole cheesesteak situation, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the great great grandson or the owner passed some shit along. The, he was they said he's part of that family, yeah. But what he killed two people. He was turning himself in, but he like he was with his friends, like his homies came yeah. with him as he turned. And I'm just like there ain't no parents, there ain't no, like and I, like. It's just kids raising kids. This yeah. is how it like. It was little niggas with Milano hoodies on, hugging him and shit, <laughs> crying, like dapping him because it's like you ain't about the about scene for a little second. You know what I'm saying? Man. It's just like it's it, it's 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 sad, and it's a, it's a the the door is just revolving. F- funny story. Last night was it last night? Yeah, last night, Friday night. I pull up at uh, 15th of Market, going down South Philly and shit, cause I go down to Broad and Carpenter. Yeah, and. People getting off the bus, it's like four young bulls. They, like, 12 to 14 run on the back door of the bus. So I'm like, I ain't run on and go all the way in the back because I got the double bus or whatever. So I'm looking at them. Mind you, we got cameras all yeah. over the So I'm looking at them or whatever, and they, like, ducking down behind the seats and <laughs> shit. Like, I can't see them. So I'm like, whatever. So I'm like, the people who were in the back had got off at the next stop. So there was nobody in the back of the yeah. bus. So I'm like, when they ring the bell to get off, I'm not stopping. Right. You know what I'm saying? So they wanted to get off at, uh, Locust? Spruce or Locust? Yeah. I didn't stop till I got to like Fitzwater <laughs> So <laughs> when I, I I get down the fifth, you they all back door, yo like what you doing back door. <laughs> so finally the the you the leader of the whole little crew, he come up and he like, Hey, we wanna get on the bus. I'm like, why y'all run on the back door like that? I'm like, for what? Right. Like y'all could have just came up here be like, Oh, it did like I'm cool. I I'd have took y'all down yeah. He like, No, nah, you right. Like that, that was nutty shit, boy. You 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 absolutely right. He pulled out his day pass or whatever. I stand it I'm, I'm like go ahead. He was like, Yeah, can we get over to the next stop? I'm like, Yeah, whatever. I open the door, he's like, Dickhead and ran off <laughs> <up. laughs> and I was cracking up to myself <laughs> but it's just like they really just be out here just doing shit and it's like those little kids that be out here just doing yeah. shit they turn into 18 year olds and just be out here doing shit yeah, and now, this, now the mischief that you getting into is criminal it's,
1: it's retarded it's, it's no longer mischief it's criminal activity like, shit. now night, I'm
0: not trying I'm, I'm trying to show you a little like yo you don't need to do that come right. up here and be like yo when, I, I've been I'm, yeah. a, I'm from the fucking hood yeah. dog. go ahead this I is a you. man
1: that's not your father or not your uncle or not your brother just telling you some man shit like just how to be stand because up because one
0: day you are gonna run into the, the driver that wants to be a dickhead and yeah. he's gonna be on some extra shit with you and calling the police and all for what yeah. I'm telling you there's no, no need to do all that so it's like you doing that though when you 13, 14 it's like you quickly become 17 or 18 and your homie like yo let's rob the Chinese exactly. store let's rob the pizza delivery driver let's do this and you ain't got no money ain't got no nothing going on nothing in the fucking future so it's like whatever I don't care exactly. and you know, next thing you know, boom, boom, man, boom. Man, like Jay-Z said, man, I try
1: to give them light, but they want dead. Like, it's hard, man, trying to, you know, trying to steer motherfuckers in the right direction Jay-Z when Z all they want to do is be stupid. Uh,
0: Charlemagne in his book, he, he had a journal where he says, uh, Jay-Z literally has a line for everything. Everything. And I'm like, he absolutely does, because yo, you know what I was about to say? I put Preem in my truck, told him leave the streets alone. I predicted jail would happen, shit, I tried to put him on. Yeah. Like, yeah, he really do have a line for everything. Yeah. But yeah, man, it's just seeing the youth and seeing where they like you said it best, man. The average young nigga wakes up and just be on angles from all the, day from f- the from the word go from whatever time it is yeah. till whatever time his day expires. Till whatever time the pill kick which in. the pill
1: kicking in and put him to sleep, yeah. like he's on nonstop nut shit. Let me get this last shout out in before we uh wrap up the show, we got about 15 minutes left a uh, special shout out to Bees Credit Solutions um, if your credit is a problem, B has a solution, she has an affordable credit repair program, free phone consultations are offered prior to signing up just so you can get an idea for what you're signing yourself up for, um, she can help with the removal of collection accounts, evictions judgments, repossessions, and anything else that might be on your credit, and she can be found on Instagram at Bees Credit Solutions, yes like Killer bees on a swarm, bees Credit Solutions uh, the website is bees. Credit dot com and the contact number is two six seven four oh seven forty six seventy three. Or if you want to shoot an email, it's help at beescredit solutions dot
0: com. And, and what is she, you say she helps get rid of what?
1: Uh basically anything or that she, potentially he, she on anything that's potentially on your credit, collection accounts, evictions, judgments, repossessions, anything else that might be hindering your credit.
0: That's, that's something we need to, to start getting uh, going. Like, Yeah, definitely. Folks need to start worrying about that stuff and not, you know, Cardi and Offset. <laughs> like, Speaking was, of Cardi and Offset. Was, oh Lord. It's like that would help society a lot if we focus more on that. Uh,
1: before we get into Cardi and Offset, I got my y'all weird for the week. Uh, Instagram. Y'all are weird as an organization. Ever since Facebook took (laughs) over, there's all these unwarranted and unnecessary changes to the way I use my Instagram. The DM feature, fantastic. I love it. Thank you. Uh, The logarithm that y'all are now using is fucked up. Can we change it? Why am I seeing posts on my feed from eight days ago?
0: What? (sighs) I, I'm not on it, but I, somebody else had mentioned this. Like
1: to me. you might you could scroll your your regular feed as supposed to be in chrono, they used to be in chronological order once upon a time. And you'll see shit from eight days ago, four days ago, three days ago, one day what ago. What I think like, it
0: tries to do, like Facebook, is help you not miss anything from the people who you interact with the most. So it's like if me and you are like we always see each other's pictures or videos and like them or whatever. Yeah. I might have a post from six days ago that hasn't come, that you haven't re- reacted to. Gotcha. So it'll show it to you to, like, make sure you see. it yeah. Because remember, like, that was the one thing with things being in chronological order. You had to go find something yeah. from a couple hours ago when, like, you know, the time. I was, was cool with that. You know why? I mean, everybody was, cause it, but it's the way it was. Yeah, the good. Everybody op- was cool with the fixings bar at Royal <laughs> Until you realize niggas was putting shit in the lettuce and being weird. It's like, eventually shit changes. The good man. outweighed the bad because little
1: Tanisha from West Philly, I can know that right now she's at Uncut and I need to go uh, there. I don't have that option anymore. You yeah. get what I'm saying? So it's like, it's fucking up. show up, up and it was it's eight days it's ago. It's fucking up my sniper skills. Yeah. It was eight days. Like, yo, Tanisha was here? Yeah, eight days ago, creep. Now I look crazy. <laughs> Help me, help me look not look scary. crazy. You know what I'm saying? God damn. But yeah, Instagram, give us our <laughs> likes back. I went from being like a 400-like dude down to like 260 and shit like that. I'm sick right now. Like, my self-esteem is low as shit. Silly as help shit, me, man. please. All right. So, to uh, to our final point today, uh, Cardi and Offset uh, or uh, Car Set as uh Ja'Kara likes to call them. Uh, Card- Cardi and Offset had a whirlwind of a week. Apparently, they broke up last weekend, and they got back together two days later. And then
0: now, Friday, they got engaged. I, You know, I, I saw the video. <laughs> it, was, it was a mad niggerific yeah, it, it,
1: it looked like he said, so you gonna marry a nigga like, what? what? What you trying to do, yo? <laughs> I'm trying to lock it down, ma. <laughs> it was mad niggerific. You fuck man. with a nigga from the north, shorty? Go ahead, come on, marry nigga. You know what I'm saying? So they they had a they had a whirlwind hood spectacular week or whatever. Um, and I and me being cynical, uh, cynical Chad, I think that in the course of this relationship, the little bit of shit that went on in the last week, I originally I didn't think this, but now I'm thinking it's a fake relationship. The reason why I think it's a fake relationship, they got the same. Publishers, they were signed to the same label. How do you legitimize a brand new artist other than to put that artist with one of your biggest artists on the label who just so happens to have the biggest fucking song of 2016, which was Bad and Bougie. So through that process, do they like each other? Yeah, probably. Is it more so like Atlantic's like, hey, take this 750000 and help us get Cardi hot?
0: Hey, man. Probably. Love just tweeted. This is a tweet. Nigga just tried to sell me a medicine cabinet. <laughs> that's hilarious. A fucking vanity? <laughs> like another fucking trying to sell you a fucking
1: What do you want to do with the that's, medicine cabinet?
0: That's hilarious for like three different <laughs> four four or five different reasons.
1: Where did he get it from? <laughs> Was it a good oh, deal? Man. Can you use it or can I buy it?
0: Uh, so yeah, I'm sorry. It Go just ahead.
1: it just looks. To, to, I mean, to me, it looks like that. Once all of the the little think pieces start coming out about is this a fake relationship, then all of a sudden, a few days later, they got back together, and a few days after that, now they engage, and it's just like it looked like damage control for them to be like, oh no we can't stop the Cardi PR train right now, like, we gotta keep this shit going if they break off an engagement, that's one thing but in the relationship now, with all these people starting to think it's a fake relationship, like we don't need to, uh, we don't need to do that so soon, so it just looks like, to me, that Atlantic Records is doing everything they can to just bolster Cardi's popularity and reputation as, like, the Nicki Minaj killer not even that they directly pitting them against each other, but just to create a, a direct alternative to what has dominated the female artist
0: space in rap music for the last 10 years. I mean, they kind of got to, yeah, like, I mean, it's just because female is, it's fucked up, but like female rap music just isn't, or maybe it just doesn't get it. it it's just not like a sought after commodity. Like, every big female rapper I can think of, like in modern day yeah. female rap, they've been attached to like, a male artist, the biggest male artist, yeah. who like, it's like you know, like Nase, say, you know, uh, he had Kim and his crew. I found Fox. You know what I'm saying? Talking about Biggie and shit. Like, yeah. it's like that's just what it was. It's like Foxy Brown came out attached to the firm and Jay Z, and Kim with Biggie and Nicki with Drake and Wayne. And Eve and with Rough Riders. Eve with Rough Riders. It's like that's just how it is. So it's like to see a woman just like pop out of nowhere sure. is like whoa. Like how? Yeah, <laughs> if, you know. Other than that, Lauren Hill, yeah, who who really was with Yclept, came and from, from the Fugees. Fugees. The yeah. fu- the 16, Fugees. Million, 16 million sold. I said the Fugees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like, yeah. Excuse me. Cardi is, I, I, me personally, I, I need another song.
1: She's a, I mean, she's a cultural phenomenon right now. It's like her trajectory, and it's crazy. I, I talked, I had a conversation with her manager, Chef. Last year, 2016, uh, at my birthday party, because he was managing her and uh, DJ Self at the at the same time or whatever, and we had booked Self for the party that we had in AC, and he was like, "Yo, I got all the analytics on her, this and that. I know, you know, where they where, how how many downloads she got, where the traffic is coming from, and this, that, and the third. And he had mapped out a whole plan to how he was going to, you know, get her to pop. And it's just like, we just need one big record that's going to, like, push it forward. And knowing what we know now about Atlantic Records and the way that, like, their ethics of how they handle artistry now, they sign people that are popping that already have a following and then give them the records. Yeah. So if they made her a priority, then that would mean, technically, there's a at least a 50-50 shot that they found Bodak Yellow, gave it to her, Boom. Now the record fucking, it shot to number two. It was like, debuted on Billboard. Then it shot to 50, yeah, whatever. then It was and then like it went a to number slow two.
0: grind. Though. Right. But like then, It wasn't like a debut high. No, no, no,
1: no, no. But then once, it, but once they saw that it was working, all right, now it's all hands on deck. And they pushed the motherfucker, and then they got it to two. And then they went super crazy, texting motherfuckers' phones and all types of shit to push it to number one. Which is nothing wrong with that. That is what it is. But. Then you look at what they're trying to do with some of the other artists on their roster and them signing YouTube stars and this and that. And it's like, damn, it kind of appears that Cardi is the bell of the ball in terms of all these alternative Types of artists that they're now going after yeah. as far as signing. YouTube people and Cash Me Outside Girl and this, that, and the third. Yeah. And it's like, anybody with a following, come to Atlantic Records, we're going to give you a, motherfucking, a developmental deal. And if the shit work out, then, you know, we figure out the details later.
0: I mean, it's it's, it's America. Yeah. Trump is a president. You really don't have to, like, study what you're doing no more. You NeNe is a fucking stand-up comic, comedian. Right. <laughs> You see her shit with Paul Mooney? No. Oh, my God. She took a picture with Paul Mooney and, like, didn't know who he was. And Oh, pa- I did see that. Paul Mooney, like, went off on her on Twitter and <laughs> shit. I was fucking dying. But it's just like, yeah, like, I've heard horrible things about her on stage. I've heard horrible things about a couple other yeah. people. Like, because being YouTube or Instagram funny... Is not like being stand up comedian or, funny or being actor for, like, yeah. you know, I remember Paul Mooney was talking about it before. He was like, I should have been an actor. I mean, I, he's like I should have been a rapper because rappers get whatever they want. He's like 50 Cent is in a movie with Al Pacino and Robert De Niro. He's the star. What the fuck? <laughs> 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 like, yeah, it doesn't make yeah. any sense. But it's like, yo, you have the following right now and everyone loves you. And listens yeah. to you. Like, so it's not odd to see that because that's the way America works. It's like, oh, you're hot. Well, we can do this with you and we can put you in here and we right. can have you doing this and we can do this and this and the third, and you can be on this and do this and this. and it's like Kanye had the best line ever. I be out in Hollywood and I can't even act. <laughs> they pull the cameras out and goddamn I say Like that shit is the truth. Right. They'll really Kanye they, You you watch Entourage. Do you remember Kanye's appearance on Entourage when Vincent was trying to get the cons but there were no more private yeah. jets? So Kanye had the seven forty seven and Kanye was so awkward. He was only on there for two, three minutes, right. but just his movement, because he not, you could just tell he not that. Like Jay Z just seems socially awkward to where like, you're not. Jay Z was terrible in every movie he's ever been. Every, in. and two of them, you were not even talking. <laughs> How you terrible and didn't say nothing? You saw him in State Property One? You, you kidnapped the bitch. Kidnapped the bitch. It was no, it was not, it was, no, was, no, was quite, though. Like, it was horrible. <laughs> Because you're you just not there. Yeah, but if you look yeah. at somebody like Dame, Dame, State probably too is hilarious with Dame no. and Beans going back and forth. Beans, <laughs> Beans is like, yeah, I'm out. I got a meal plug in the morning. Make sure you get home safe. He was like, fuck if we go save. I got a fucking driver. <laughs> <laughs> Remember they smoked yeah. to driver and shit. It's like some people are just that. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, you're an entertainer by nature. But it's like, you you weren't taking Dame like, oh, you're a serious actor. Right. you were in the state property and paid in full because yeah. you're funny and you got that charisma. Yeah. But we're not about to say you're a better actor than like Cuba Gooding Jr. <laughs> or some crazy <laughs> right. shit. You know what I mean? So it's like. I, I I'm 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 happy for Cardi, you know all the shit going on with her, whatever, whatever. The shit with offsetting him is very weird. You know what I'm saying? It's so weird, dog. Did you see somebody <laughs> it's today? Too so t- Somebody tweeted yesterday. Um, that's what's up. Migos proposed to Cardi B. <laughs> and then and somebody came like retweeted it was like, damn, all three of them proposed, like being funny. The nigga commented back was like, I didn't say Migoses, I said Migos. <laughs> I was "What the fuck. I didn't <laughs> say Migos, I said Migos uh, shit. My pop was like, cause he listened to the show He was like, I don't know who y'all be talking about <laughs> So I had to look all these people up I'm like, yeah, that's how this shit be <laughs> But um, we, we, how much time we got? We got five minutes Really like four and a quarter Uh, Oh, weird. Oh, uh, you want to talk about some new music while I pull up these quick questions? Yeah,
1: real quick. New music releases this oh, week.
0: Kaepernick signed a million-dollar book
1: deal. deal. Let's give it up for Cap, yeah, man. That's, that's that's dope. You know I'm what I'm saying? He got his bread back that he donated. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you know what? Real quick, another a quick Kaepernick point. I'm not going to belabor this at all. I watched the Eagles in 49. I had the displeasure of watching that game today. Did you watch the Dolphins the other day? It was, oh. Oh, God. Lord. <sighs> Kiko Alonso was a piece of shit. Um, But I was watching the Eagles 49ers game today. And what stood out to me is, number one, the quarterback that y'all got rid of Kaepernick for is benched. He's out. So now they got the rookie or whatever playing quarterback, and I'm looking at him be terrible. And I'm like, damn, at the very least, Kaepernick could be out there being as terrible as this
0: guy. I don't under, like. What's funny is I find it hilarious that the Dolphins and the 49ers are the two worst teams in the league. The 49ers <laughs> fire Kaepernick, and the Dolphins could have signed him and signed fucking... Jay Cutler. Jay Cutler. You get what the fuck. You, you get yes. what you deserve. Yes. It's like...
1: Yep. You get what you pay for.
0: All right. couple questions real quick. Hey, y'all. Uh, why do I always go into the clothes and the <laughs> Uh I have a serious question. From what I know, y'all have siblings. So put yourself in my shoes. If your sibling, brother or sister, is in a relationship that you heard of but never witnessed yourself, you get a phone call from them saying you have an in-law now. They just got married. How would you feel? No one was there, just them. And not one person likes the spouse, from what you hear. Um You can't put
1: You can't put your own uh I want to use the word correctly. You can't put your own standards of what you would do on people and how they handle situations. You might not agree with it, but you can't like go into the situation feeling like, oh, you did some nut-ass shit, so fuck you and your new relationship or whatever.
0: A lot of new questions.
1: And you also can't go into the situation feeling like this person's a, a asshole or a piece of shit based off of what other people will tell you. Yeah. So... I, was, I would probably be a little disappointed that they didn't include, you know, they weren't all inclusive with what they did. But I'm not going to condemn them or, or, or damn their situation. And I'm going to give the spouse a fair shake. If I meet her and determine, like, she's kind of like a shithead, then I just won't deal with her or whatever. But that's still going to be my brother or sister or whatever, and I'm going to support them in any decision. I might be like, hey, I don't know if you did the right thing here, but just be careful or whatever. But I'm not going to. Belabor the point, or just keep like imposing my will on their relationship.
0: I can dig that. Uh, Can you look past an artist's personality and just enjoy them for their art? You know, parentheses music, or does their personality affect your opinion of them? Um, Once upon a time, it did. Like I was like (sighs) coming from
1: like the '80s and '90s era of hip hop, where I fell in love with it. Like I wanted like my artists to be in real life who they was in their music and then as you get older you realize it's like it's like a fine line between like being thorough and real and being criminal and it's like if these rappers was really out here doing the shit criminally that they talk about in their music they probably going to go to jail for a long time and we've seen shine my son different people you know what I'm saying we've seen what happens when you be living your rhymes out so with that being said i don't necessarily have to 100% click with the person's personality if they're making dope-ass music. I think Young Thug has a weird, eclectic personality. He's one of my favorite artists. They're trying to say that Playboy Cardi is fucking gay now, and I'm like... Uh, that's cool, uh, I ain't mad at it as long as he ain't fucking none of the chicks that I'm dealing with at the moment, like, I ain't work. like I'm saying he ain't passing those AIDS to them he can fucking go and do whatever the fuck he gotta do, make a couple more Millie Rocks so it's like, I don't put a person's like, personal decisions and their personality and all that shit like, into, you know, how I feel about their music, like Bow Wow's a dickhead But he's just a dickhead period And I don't I would only enjoy his music One way or another But if he came out With a banging song I'm gonna play this shit mm-hmm. I still play uh Pulling me back From time
0: to time Shit I still play Out of my system With T-Pain <laughs> Yeah <laughs> yeah, it's 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 cool. it's uh, yeah I don't I don't really look At like Cause I can't get wrapped up In your personal life Because it's yours It's like it ain't mine It's like I'm Fucking with you Solely for The reason of you yeah, this commodity That you have This you know, music This hot fire Like you know It's it's Chris Brown to me is like off the fucking chain, but he makes great, beautiful
1: music. He got five platinum singles off an of album that's not even out yet. Oh, the heart <laughs> it bones? just came out, and he already got five platinum singles. My
0: God. <laughs> well, how many songs? It's, it's like, like 77 I was
1: songs. About to say, a lot of songs on this. Song. Yeah, it was like, it's like, all right, Heartbreak and a Full Moon, 45 songs. But if you pre order, you get four more songs. And then if you do this, you get two more
0: bonus tracks unlocked. I'm like, that's yo. Crazy. I was listening to Fame the other day. I'm like, man, this was a fucking good man, that album.
1: that dude is immensely talented, man. That's a great fucking album. Second most talented person on earth. Yeah. From my list a couple weeks ago. Yeah.
0: All right, uh, one last question. I'll say these other ones. Uh, love the show, 24. Wanted to know your take on the best bars and who has the best nightclub, in your opinion. Also, the best venues you've experienced outside of Philly. Number one, the best nightclubs that
1: I've ever been to, Dre's in Vegas and Club Live.
0: See, I haven't been in Dre's yet. I was in Live the night when uh, Braun was in there, and they started playing the the – the train horn Yo I never heard No shit like that In my life I'm talking That shit was like mm, yeah. mm, It was just yeah. like What the fuck That shit is an Birdman experience was It was It was like Jesus Christ yeah. Like hey, that shit was Like
1: I was in live I've been to live Like four times I was in there One night when Lil Wayne was in there I was No I was in there Two times when Lil Wayne was in there um, the motherfucker walked past me and stood up in a section that was, like, right next to me. Like, I'm in general population. He stood up in a section that was right next to me. I'm like, holy shit, it's Lil Wayne. Then another night, he was in there for 2 Chain's birthday party. You told me that shit was crazy. Crazy. Like, 2 Chainz brought out, like, his whole fucking roster artist, Roll, Fresh, before he, like, kind of got yeah. big. Uh, what's the guy's name?s The, uh, the other Travis's, uh... Travis Porter from Atlanta, okay. that group or whatever, the kids Schoolie that signed the 2 chains, and him and Lil Wayne did like an hour and a half concert. Red Cafe came and performed. I was like, where the fuck did they find Red Cafe at? Red Cafe is apparently rich from uh like, he has an international uh booking agency for artists. He gets all the artists to Dubai. They all go through him. Um, shit. There's so much money out here.
0: Damn.
1: You got to find your lane. Damn, Red Cafe. <laughs> yeah, he, he papered up off that shit. Yeah, that's good shit. So, yeah, Dre's and Liv. I just went to uh, a couple dope spots in Atlanta. This spot called Aroma when I went a couple weeks ago. That was dope. It was like a nice, like, layout, whatever, little square space, whatever, cool-looking spot. You know what's spot. crazy
0: is uh, I went to Magic City in Atlanta. That I've was an been experience. In, yo, that was I went nuts. to Magic during the BMF era. Now, listen, it was a Tuesday. And them <laughs> niggas was in there. I'm talking about Wilder. Jermaine Dupri was in there. I'm like, it's Tuesday. <laughs> Like Atlanta niggas this is crazy. Yeah, they a different breed. That shit was crazy. They a different breed. Oh yeah, our Magic City was nuts. But um, you want to talk about the new, get, wrap it up with the new music that's dropping? Or, oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. New music that's out right now.
1: Uh, Yo Gotti's album just came out. I still am. People been having some good reviews about that. Young Dolph's album. I uh, think it's like the. Whatever, fuck. The name. I don't know what the name of the album is. It's got the cartoon cover or whatever. The art cover or whatever. Young Dolph's album. Uh, Chris Brown's got 97 new songs out. Go check that out. Heartbreak on a full moon. And t- our favorite artist, Todd Dolla yes. New album, Beach House 3. That shit is fire. Yo,
0: the, the, the first couple songs I heard was awesome. Fire. I'm like, yo, Todd Dolla has has a very, very, very set. Like, he has a very, very... Like just decent set of skills, yes. To where it's like he has the ability to make everything sound better. Yes, I haven't heard a song <laughs> he's ever been on that was like whack.
1: Did you ever see the video of him recording with Puff? Yeah, and he true. was he was doing the joint for the uh, for the MMM, MMM, MMM mixtape, yeah. and he was and Puff was like, "Stop the music! Hold the fuck up! They told me you was a rapper. Yeah. What the fuck are you in there, was Like, like everything. yeah, he do everything. Yeah. He played like sixteen
0: instruments, yeah. like." <laughs> uh, real, real quick, uh, definitely go get the tie downs I'm Got to give a shout-out to Deuce. Deuce tweeted today that Zeke, because you know, we got this Cowboys group chat. Yeah. He had tweeted it earlier and put it in the John Zeke was going to go for 150 yards and two touchdowns. Zeke had 33 carries, 150 yards. Two touchdowns. <laughs> Clairvoyant Deuce.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, we just want to give a special shout out to all the listeners, everybody in our audience. Um, we back on Sundays for the second week in a row. We appreciate y'all listening. Um, you know, continue to share the podcast. Let everybody that you know know about it. Um, you know, buy some merch. Go to ever dot com. Special shout out to the people that uh, you know participated today with the telethon. Uh, our guy I know Brasco Go get a single trap all day uh, Our guy Philmatic Listen to his podcast The tissue and the tape And then also uh, B's Credit Solutions I know all of y'all need uh, Help with your credit Even when your credit is good You still might need some help Yeah So It's always cool to get a cool Little
0: discrepancy off Absolutely
1: She said she wanna lock in Every week She's like yo I wanna just pay for a spot Every week Fuck it So We'll probably be hearing From her again next week that's all I got, man. Another uh, show in the books. Just is uh, packing up. Looks like he's uh, got some mobile podcasting or something to do this week. He's got two shows on the road this week. So uh, that's cool. We'll be back here next Sunday, hopefully, maybe. What time do the to next Sunday, Just? I don't know. We got to figure it out. So they might be nighttime? All
0: right. All right, we'll figure it out. We'll then.
1: figure it out. If nothing else. Listen to this one. <laughs> listen to, right. Listen to this one twice. Yeah, and yeah. the one from last week twice. Or that, three times. Yeah,
0: I really like last week's show.
1: Last, last week
0: was, last was fucking week. lit. Alright, we out. Realest podcast ever. Your boy Matt Cain. No longer Matt makes me sick.
1: Boy Chad Fain. We out of here. Episode I, I still
0: in Matt Makes Me Sick on Twitter. I gotta fix
1: that. Episode thirty nine in the books.
0: Hey, we gotta come up with a title. We done.